My name is James Rowlands. In 2015, I teamed up with my friend Dan White to create the Dubbing Our podcast. Since then, we have been giving you everything that's happened on the WWE Network. Now, in 2018, not only are we live for the big four events and every NXT takeover, but we celebrate 20 years since the birth of the Attitude Era. Plus, every month we'll bring you 205 Live, collections, new content, W pay-per-views and latest news on the WWE Network. Until we've watched everything, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always I'm joined by... Dan White. And today it's the WNR 163, it's the WWE Money in the Bank 2018. But before we start anything, let's start with the alternate intro. This is one of my favourite ones, let me not be singing it, hey? So, <laughs> good as new, Rockles Modern Life. Rockles Modern Life. <laughs> See, I loved that bit as a kid, and now I've ruined it. Rockles Modern Life. Rockles Modern Life. Spunky. Spunky. Ah! Rockles Modern Life. Rockles Modern Life. That was a hoot. Well, how was it like playing Spunky, Dan? I suppose you used to it. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, it was revolutionary. It was. So let's start things off then. And at every pay-per-view, we have the Prediction League. So, Dan, do you want to explain it? We have three Prediction Leagues. We have the Bonus, we have the NXT, and we have the WWE pay-per-view. Well, should we go through the scores as well? Yeah, go on. You, you fill us in on the scores. The current scores are the Bonus. I'm up 8-7. The NXT, we are drawing 2 all, And the pay-per-view, I am up 4-3. So, so, point in it in either category. So, tonight could be pivotal. In the winning of this, I mean, if I was to get the perfect score and then win the pay-per-view, then, of course, we would all be level as we go into our next. But we'll see what happens. And, of course, let's not forget what the cards we've got. But a better way to kick off than with kickoff. Uh. So let's talk about the kickoff panel quickly. So kickoff panel was Renee Young, uh, Booker T, Peter Rosenberg, and, of course, David Utunga. We saw Fight Owens fight on the kickoff being announced by Charlie Caruso. Then Daniel Bryan was on then. Of course, it was Ask DB with Renee Young asking him questions. He said, there's legs, lungs and heart. It comes down to three simple advantages, which you can't argue with. He says, you can't outwork me, he can't outpace me, and he doesn't have the heart that I have. I guess it's true. We didn't see Rollins. He's still carrying around that John Mayer guitar that he has, playing it backstage. Samoa Joe is on the kickoff panel and Owens so here we go it is Bludgeon Brothers versus Ganderson for the Smackdown tag team titles and the bell has just rang so here we go we talked about predictions so let's open now I will go first and I mean this is a night I'm still not sure which way is it going to go which way did it go which way will it go there we go so I start off with quite an easy one here. I've gone for Ganderson. No, I haven't. I've gone. 
I have gone for the Bludgeon Brothers. I have gone for Bloodcott Brothers. So, but Anderson starting strong. Carl Anderson and of course Luke Gallows, former Raw Tag Team Champions, looking to stop the kind of role that the Bludgeon Brothers have been on, and wonder if he can get the job done. Gallows sets out Harper up on the top rope, and Anderson kicks him off. Harper was uh, tangled up there. I think he might have ruptured his leg. Well, that might be a serious injury, and the Bludgeon Brothers' title reign might be in jeopardy. Why have you gone for the Bludgeon Brothers for this one? Because they've been on such a such a strong run for a while. It would be stupid to go against them, really. Yeah, I think it really would at this time. I think Anderson and Gallows are kind of feeder tag team at this moment. As we see, they've got Anderson, and they've just squashed him on the apron and double drop kick Gallows. And, I mean, this is kind of annihilation early. And this is kind of the way the Bludgeon Brothers have been. Look at the way they won the tag team titles and defended them since. I think we're waiting for a, a proper tag team to come up and actually give them a challenge. I mean, what? who would you, would you like to see offers of pain oh, versus Bludgeon? Oh, I'm trying to think, yeah, next in line, I think it would be quite cool. Uh, maybe Sanity with Alexander Wolfe and Killian Dane or, and or Eric Young involved. That might be quite cool because of the numbers advantage. Oh, the I don't bludgeons. know. If, if Sanity had Nicky Cross, then yes, I'd say it would definitely be Sanity. <laughs> yeah. But it could be, you know, 50-50. Well, for the first time ever, we're going to be releasing NXT TakeOver before Money in the Bank. So everybody should know the results from last at TakeOver. And, and what an event it was. If Money in the Bank can be half of what that event was, then we'll have a cracking pay-per-view here tonight. Most definitely. I think, you know, pretty much every match delivered and some even exceeded expectations, especially the uh, the bitter rivalry between Gagano and Chompa. Yeah, I mean, what a magnificent story they did tell. And uh, what a kind of shocking conclusion to it as well with Chumper getting the victory. And you got to wonder what's next. You know, there was kind of rumours going around that maybe Velveteen Dream will be next up for a call-up because uh, he's basically done all he can in NXT at this moment. But I would like to see him stay in NXT a little bit longer, develop the character more, because the, the reason why the Revival and uh, Tyler Breeze and other wrestlers... Even Ty Dillinger gone back to NXT recently is because there's been nothing for them to do. So there's no point just bringing them up if you've got no reason. It's like the office pain. Yeah, they're cool to be on the main roster, but if they ain't doing anything, then they're kind of rather than keeping it in a weird way. Yeah, most definitely. I see the Velveteen Dream as... I think he's he's going to be one to fill Goldust's boots. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Goldust, he's such an enigmatic character... And I think, you know, that's that's kind of what they're going for with a VD. Well, it, the weird thing is we discussed this, didn't we, on our, our live show for NXT about uh, the collections and gold dust and kind of the feuds he had with Ahmed Johnson and Razor Ramon. The stuff he'd done was so memorable. And it's kind of like we were a dream in NXT at this moment in time. But the feud he had with Alistair Black, we can remember it, and one with Ricochet as well. So if he's got the potential to do that, imagine what he can do to get inside Seth Rollins' head for the Intercontinental title, you know, just up as a Shield member or something like that. There's, there's potential for that character. But we're not talking about NXT, we're talking about... The WWE and the main show and the Bludgeon Brothers have taken complete control of this. We usually talk about the build-up to this match, but what I've seen on SmackDown doesn't make good viewing for Gallows and Anderson. Yes, they've had a couple of victories in singles competition, but like I said, they're being protected tag team-wise. And I think Rowan is getting better every week alongside Harper. I mean, Harper's a huge talent, isn't he? You know, Most definitely, yeah. Luke Harper, he's... Uh... I think he was the more talented one from the Wyatt family. Yeah. 
Oh, I think that would be fair to say. The man that can go in the ring. But out of all the matches tonight, which one are you looking forward to the most? Or couple? Roman Reigns versus Jinder McNair. Said no one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what Styles and Nakamura could bring to the table because they've they've had some not bad matches and you know hopefully they've got a good bit of chemistry with each other so you know they can kick it up to that next level. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Hopefully we see a conclusion that tonight. I'm interested to see what Ronda Rousey could do one-on-one with Nia Jax because she was kind of hidden quite well, wasn't she, with Stephanie? Well, anyway, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Of course, the Money in the Bank match is always a liver. There was an interesting story about the women's Money in the Bank. Uh, there was a house show a couple of days ago where there was no women wrestling on the card, and that was because apparently they were learning or, or training up for the Money in the Bank match, which, uh, of course, is happening tonight. So we'll see if there's any spots. Also, we don't... He's going to be here tonight. There's been rumours that it's going to be Jackson Rousey. Might be uh, the WWE title match. I mean, out of all the matches to be main event... Gallows is back on the apron. And Anderson has finally got some separation from Luke Harper. Can he tag him in? Well, the Anderson Spinebuster is a thing of beauty. And now, yeah, big Festus, big Gallows. We've seen him on the CM Punk special recently. We have, yeah. We saw quite a bit of him as uh, like a, a, a follower... Of the straight edge society, along with Serena. He's not really changed that much, if you think about his no. look over the past few years. Well, he's, you know, he's changed a lot from Festus's look. Yes, yeah. But straight... handled slam, taking down half. And the fans get behind him. He's got a bit of fight. Let's not forget Ganson. Great tag team. Most definitely, yeah. Do you think they're, they're a bit underrated? I've, you know, but... they're, they're not... Utilise as they should be, you know, they're they're part of the club for God's sake. This is the thing, and I think maybe personality's lacking a little bit on them, but I don't think uh, that it's a Norton Dunn film. I think they still can be saved. Big boot by Harper getting Gallows down, but Anderson comes in and stops it. Yeah, well, he gets met with an uppercut taken down. Oh my God, you can hear the impact from that kick, and now Harper's got a far away look in his eyes. Oh wait a minute, they've got Imagine- him for the. Gone. Oh, he's looking for the magic killer, but Eric Rowan was in, spears down Anderson. Oh, the assisted sit-out powerbomb, two, three, and that is it. But I think that was a much better match than uh, I thought it was going to be between these two. Oh, quite quick. I thought it was going to be a bit more of a squash match. It yeah. was quite a squash match, but... They got some offense in, didn't they, Gallows and Anderson? And they made it... Um, they, they did their best here. I think it's what you, you could uh, expect... For a kickoff match, but June seventeenth, twenty eighteen, will the money in the bank pay for you? Be better than that. We'll find out in a minute. But we should say both get a both get a bonus point for that. Uh, so it's one point always be start. Now let's not forget NXT. I got a perfect score. So will I look for a perfect score here tonight? We've mentioned the points earlier in the show, so we'll see what happens. Hey, pay attention because I'm only going to say this once. Let's talk about. Money in the Bank ladder matches. One for the men. And one for the women. If you want to make it to the top, then here's what you need to know. If at first you don't succeed, climb, climb again. Grab the briefcase hanging high above the ring. Inside is a contract. You can cash in at any time over a year-long period for an opportunity at a championship. It's so highly coveted because it changes careers. It can truly change your life. Opportunity hangs in the balance. Literally. Next, if it isn't broken, break it. You mess with the baddest woman on the planet, your arm's getting broken. I am going to take your title and your arm. 
Because the bigger they are, <laughs> the harder they brawl. You cute. Naya is bigger. Six feet tall, 272 pounds. She's stronger. No one can stop the irresistible force. I mean, Rhonda, can you even physically get that armbar on Naya? The armbar, I'm not so intimidated by it. In fact, I find it quite humorous. Rousey, go for the armbar! Look at this! Science tapping! Could that be a harbinger of things to come? And nobody's taller than the last man standing. I feel like we've been at war with each other forever. I mean, this thing is so deeply personal. Played your dirty little games. What has gotten into Shinsuke Nakamura? You drove me to the edge. AJ Styles is snapped. Because you know straight up, you can't beat me. The rules of your last man standing match are simple. Incapacitate your opponent so that he cannot answer the referee's count of ten. It is a rivalry that is increased in brutality every single time. This is Money in the Bank. Everything that's coming Jinder's way tonight, it's not for free. Jinder has earned this ass whooping. And it's all about opportunity. Once in a great while can a life change in an instant. Tonight, we make history. Anything goes, it is going to be absolute chaos. Good luck, rest of the field. There's a monster in the Money in the Bank. How do you stop Strowman? How far are you willing to climb? How fiercely will you fight? Opportunity is knocking. Who will earn the Money in the Bank contract? The question is, who will answer? Money in the Bank could change your life. My God, so Dan, what do you think of that opening promo? Well, it's uh, certainly shown a mix of all that the Money in the Bank pay-per-view has to offer. We've seen the bits between Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. We've seen pretty much every feud going on. And, well, you know, we've seen all the important wrestlers and about Bobby Roode. See, you have to be negative. You can't just carry on, can you? We've not seen any of Randy Orton. We just saw him. We just saw him. It's a 30 seconds of Roode. A millisecond of Orton all of a sudden. We're doing something that Bobby Roode has never done in his fucking life. And and that's get a Money in the Bank ladder match briefcase. Until tonight. Mark my words. Bobby Roode becomes Mr. Money in the Bank tonight and cashes in on whoever's unfortunate enough to be WWE champion. But we are here live in Chicago. It's the Chicago way. That's the Chicago way. If I went for my women's money in the bank match, I, I don't know why I put Lana. that down. No, it's near the well, did, you know that was, what? did you know that there was actually rumours that James Ellsworth was going to be backstage at WWE? He had cancelled, because he's the intergender champion or something, for yeah. an independent promotion. Apparently he had cancelled like, all engagements to this point and he was backstage at Money in the bank. Well, we'll find out tonight if your rumour comes true or not. Will Ellsworth be involved? Well, that's who I've gone for my winner of the women's money. <laughs> well, he won it last year, didn't he? You know, he won it last year. But it should be an interesting night here tonight. I wonder if we'll see a cash in here tonight. I cannot confirm or deny if I have or have not gone for cash in, but I will say as soon as it does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It is Daniel Bryan versus Twat. Versus the most... <laughs> There's nothing good to say about him. He's not even the tallest. 
I don't know. It's like the, the longest trunks in WWE, Big Cass, versus our man, Daniel Bryan. And what a fucking cool t-shirt that is. <laughs> so, um, oh, as no, far... Yeah, so... As far as predictions go, James, thanks for asking. Yeah, it's one point all at the moment as Brian comes out here with the yeses. Yes, yes, yes. But it's your turn, Dan. Who have you gone for in predictions as we're joined by Byron Saxton, Tomatov Phillips, Corey Graves? Hit me. Hit me with your Ow. rhythm sticks, well. <laughs> Don't Sorry. actually hit me. Back across your face. No, well, well, is that why I left a little mark? <laughs> hey, I'll take you to the small claims court. Right, next. Well, you know, the last pay-per-view we saw... Daniel Bryan was triumphant over the big Colin Cassidy. I thought it was Ben Marthing for a second. Yep. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, this, this rivalry is going to go on for a little while. So I've gone for Danny B to get the victory. Danny B for victory. Yeah, I've made Only it. idiots would go Cassidy. James, who have you... I've gone for Cass. Ah, any reason as to why you've gone for... Because Cass. it's the start of a feud. Cass got to get victory, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but... Well, this is this could be one of many differences we have gone for tonight. Well, I do believe it is. <laughs> I do believe. You're going to take the lead now and not look back. Arch. And you're still on for a perfect score. Well, one of us will still be on for a perfect score mm-hmm. but after this match. Hey, Big Cass is awesome, isn't he? Right, let's get behind Big Cass now. Uh, what have you thought of the build-up to this one, Dan? Calvin Kine. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well... We saw part of the build-up when we was there live, when when I high-fived Daniel Bryan when he was coming past me. And I called him the man. You the man. You called everyone the man, James. Even Carmella. But no, we saw we saw a bit of this view, so it's been going on for a little while now, well, ever since Cass returned. Um, I think it was the greatest Royal Rumble as well. He threw Daniel Bryan out, which was completely ridiculous. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, you know, he's, he's targeted the leg of Big Cass. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's I think it's a good little build-up feud for Daniel Bryan. I don't know why Cass is EWE, let alone in this match and on the pay-per-view, but... But hey-ho. he has got some heat with Enzo. Enzo doesn't like him. So does that maybe swing him back your way? You know, my, my enemy of my enemy is my friend. So maybe you and Cass could get together, have a little chat about Enzo more, eh? Uh I think Cass should win this because if they're trying to build him up, as a main eventer, and let, don't get me wrong, I like. I got something nice to say about him. I like Big Cass more than Mojo. So <laughs> Cass. <laughs> then again, I like everybody more than Mojo. Yes, uh, James, you like the man that raped your mum more than Mojo. I, I, I do. I really do. He killed your dad. <laughs> he raped your mum. He shit in your cunt. He, and yeah, he molested you. And yeah, and yeah. Well, no, no, molesting. He, he did something. Right, like you say. <laughs> Yeah, the man who injected my mum with cancer, I like Morley. As Cass takes Brian out and he's got a serious look in his eyes. Well, I think that's just where he's a dopey cunt. I don't know, Cass, he's a big man. Oh, he's a big man. And he look at the forearm strike on Brian. And Brian's got but the fans behind him, but, but aren't for how there long? Enough, aren't there enough big men in the business? I mean, you know, we've got the monstrous monster among men, Braun Strowman. Ole. We've got over on NXT someone who is very, very talented, Fabian Eichner. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lars Sullivan. 
you know, we've got the authors of pain. So we've got like, you know, a big guy on WWE. We've got a big guy on NXT. We've got a big tag team. Do we really need another generic big test looking motherfucker? And we got enough independent wrestlers like Daniel Bryan. No. I mean, come on. I mean, every kicks now has got a chance. You know, like go to NXT if you want to see little fellas fighting, like, like a ricochet or, or, or people like that. You know what I mean? Like, with Daniel, do we really need Daniel Bryan right now? We've got AJ Styles. AJ Styles is a better version of Daniel Bryan because he doesn't get injured. So, you know what I mean? Like, to be fair... I think we need all the big man we can get because there's too many little men. There's too many little vanilla midgets running around. <laughs> and I've got a problem with it. I reckon you should be at least six foot tall, like I am, if you want to be a professional wrestler. You're six foot tall? I didn't know they snack shit that high. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, Dan. You eat pieces of shit? What's the basis? Touche. So Cass now wearing down Daniel Bryan. What a right hand that is. And now Cass got Bryan. He's luring him to a full sense of security. There you go. Got him in a bear hug. Oh, that's not a generic tool guy move, is it? Zim. A future WWE champion in Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, I'm not being held by Big Cass. I said Corbin was going to be WWE champion. <laughs> so, a Big Cass, no. <laughs> no. So, even Baron Corbin. Baron, yeah, exactly. Baron Corbin is a better version of Big Cass than Big Cass is. But, yeah. Baron Corbin's got nothing. No, big he's shaved. He's, he's oh. finally cut his hair off. So, I mean, that was big news this week. You know, <laughs> that shook the wrestling world. And Cass hasn't had a haircut yet, so he's still got that going for him. Oh, but Daniel Bryan, lovely agility there, ducking under big Cass. Oh, oh my God. gets caught God. in a twisting sidewalk slam. Cass goes for the cover, but Bryan managing to kick out. Ah. How can you not be impressed by that? Oh, that Daniel Bryan took that move so well. Referee's even doing a bang-up job. Cass spanned Daniel Bryan round. And now Bryan on the bottom rope in serious trouble with Cass. And Cass just slapping away at him. Show your killer instinct tonight, Cass. Don't let Bryan back into this. Oh. So we've been marking the old WWE and WCW on their settings. What do you think of this? You know, we've got the massive LED screen there at the background. We've got the ladders obviously set up because it's Money in the Bank ladder pay-per-view uh money in the bank pay-per-view so you know what do you think of the big screens i think it's a hindrance as well as it's a positive because this is what all wwe events look like now i mean obviously apart from the ladders but they can just put different graphics on it and it's basically the same i do miss the kind of old style sets of a halloween havoc or even the over the edge 98 you know with the cars and stuff like that remember the backlash set we had the huge fucking thing swinging my favorite one back and forth but that uses the weapon as well at some point. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff Hardy jumped in yeah, it. And, my you know. favourite one was the Raw Rumble with the taxi cab oh, yeah, hanging yeah, yeah. through the entranceway and that. Yeah. Rumble 2000 was yeah. fucking... Uh, Street that, fight. That's a sweet pay-per-view as well, yeah. Oh, and a lovely leg whip by Daniel Bryan taking Big Cass down. He's going back to that knee. The knee that Big Cass was off for like nine months, was it? Yeah, it was torn ACL. And Cass might be in trouble again. He's definitely feeling the leg. And he has tapped out in the past. To Daniel Bryan. Cass is trying his best to fight back, but Bryan is... Uh, oh, he's looking to bounce his knee off that hard part of the apron. No referee's saying, Bryan, don't do this. Oh! He gone did done it. That is damage done there for Cass. And Bryan's not giving up. Well, we also saw this live in London when uh, Daniel Bryan wrapped big Cass's leg around the ring post. 
Now Brian on the assault is going to get the leg. Cass is begging, pleading for for him not to do it, but he gone and did it anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh. my! Well, yes. how'd you be a big fella, James? You chop him down. Well, he did. He did. He did gone. He snapped his leg there like a twig. But Cass managed to kick off Brian. Ah, but that doesn't slow down DB. He's perched on the top, waiting for Big Cass to get up to his lankiness. Fucking hell. Oh, Brian there. Drop kick to the back of the head. Sends Cass stumbling across the ring. We're going to see some classic Daniel Bryan running in with the knees. And it is just constant by Brian. But Cass comes in. Oh, my God. Oh, Tilterwell into the yes lock. Well, that's fucking Very brilliant. Very innovative. Well, Cass there, impressive as well, as the fans cheering him. This is the best big Cass has looked, and he's getting beaten up. But he's all seven foot of him reach. Well, there's not many places in that ring that Cass can reach. And that's why it helps being tall sometimes, not just reaching top shelf. And now Cass on the outside trying to get his breath back. Brian pushing Cass into the security gu- security. Yeah. Into the barricade. And here comes Daniel. Suicide. No. Drop kick. And again, Cass goes flying into barricade. Now Brian going up to the top. As Cass on the outside. Oh, what a risk that was with a diving cross body. But high risk, high reward. And Cass is out. And the fans charting. Yes. Yes. And now Brian to the top. But Cass crutching him. Come on, big Cass. Well, he's struggling to walk there. He's uh, definitely... The work that Daniel Bryan's putting on his knee. And now Cass. Coming close to Bryan. Big right hand. He's a really slow in offence though, isn't he? He is. He's that kind of classic Cass with a right hand. Is that CM Punk chart then? Probably. Uh, we're in Chicago. Yeah, he's shit, so maybe that's chart in there. But he's like every... Big man wrestling, like we've seen with Corbin and people before him. Just take their time, make a mistake, let the other guy come back in. Well, as you say that, he's got Daniel Bryan. Oh, oh a super fall away slam from the second rope. One, two. two. Oh, oh, but Bryan managing to kick out. Uh-huh. And now Cass, kind of sick, demented look in his face, picking up Daniel Bryan for the torture rack. And now just wearing that Daniel Bryan tap out. Uh, he's punching Big Cass in the back of the head. Oh, and Cass getting frustrated. What's he going to do with Daniel Bryan now? Oh! That's like an inverted STF, uh, an inverted FU. Or AA. Well, Bryan lands on his legs. Cass goes for the cover, but Bryan managed to kick out. Ah. And Daniel Bryan. And Cass at this moment in time smirking. No, James hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just got a smile on his face because he's downed. The much smaller man in Daniel Bryan. <laughs> the right hand. Knocks Bryan down again. Oh, sorry, it's the big right hand. Sorry, it's big right hand. Knocks Daniel Bryan down again. And Bryan slowly gets to his feet. Cass taking his time. Oh, and Bryan ducks out of the way of a big boot attempt from Cass. He crutches himself on the second rope. <coughs> Gives Bryan much needed time to get back into this. Bang! Chop block on the left knee. 
And that's the leggy work round the ring post earlier. Now he's going back to the attack. Seems to be a more aggressive nature than Daniel Bryan. And we've, we've seen him in the past, but not quite like this. Here we go with the Miz kicks. Don't even. What? Just don't even. What? What the called? Oh, line up for a big one after four. They always get caught. Cass catches him. By the throat. Kick to the midsection from Bryan. Oh. Looks like he was going for a time managing to get out of it. Bang! And he hits the full front straight across the jaw of Big Cass. God, Brian, running knees. And the fans firmly behind <laughs> Brian. <laughs> sure they ain't then. And we're going to see the running knee. No, Cass catches him. Oh, just throws him up in the air. Delivers a big boot. Could this be it, one? No. Oh. Daniel Bryan managing to kick out. Uh, Much to James's disappointment. Motherfuckers. I might be lying about it, though. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you, you're just not. And Cass now getting frustrated. The fans behind him and Bryan's resilience. So that fat cunt fills up himself up popcorn. Now Bryan trying to regain himself as Cass wonders what to do next. Well, it looks like he's got an idea. Will it work? Cass picks Brian up again for the torture rack. Well, it didn't work last time, but he's trying it again. Now he's going to try and slam Brian again. Brian lands on his feet, ducks a clothesline attempt. Bang! Running knee. Oh, and that knocked Cass out. And Brian could go for the pin, but it doesn't look like he wants to. Oh, oh he's got the heel hook locked in. Don't do it, Cass. Hang in there. Punch it. Tap, you lanky bastard. Tap. No. Fight it. Tap. Fight it, Cass. I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a T-shirt. Yeah. You fucking asshole. You said you'll buy his T-shirt. No, if he won, and he's a fucking asshole. He's dead to me. So after that, Daniel Bryan wins. Um, what a Daniel matchup. White wins as well. Oh, it's not about you. I didn't make any noise when I got the perfect score Saturday night. Well, you should have done, shouldn't no, you? No, I, I don't. I don't do that. Anyway, yes. Daniel Bryan wins. What do you think of the match? They thought it was quite a competitive match. It was, you know, it's not dissimilar to the last match these two guys had. I think Daniel Bryan, you know, they should put a nail in this feud, move him on to not bigger, not necessarily bigger, but better things for Bryan. Cass, he should just slowly slip down the card until he disappears to nothing. Personally, what do you think they should do? Yeah, I think Cass should win the WWE title. No, fire Cass. If you're not going to use him like that, Get rid of him. There's no point in This is the thing that annoys me about WWE. If Cass was meant to win and then the stuff he did backstage affected this loss and then he built Cass up again, it's pointless because he's already lost in so many people's eyes. And they do it with a Corbin. Oh, we'll make him lose money in the bank, but that'll make people like him more. No, you've ruined the character with that. I'm not saying there is a character to ruin with a big Cass. But if you are going to go that way, go that way. Brian now has two victories. He's proven not only is he a better wrestler than Big Cass, but he can make him tap out twice. So, Cass, I don't know if he can be saved from here. They're going to try again. And Brian wins. And now, hopefully, we can see Brian moving on. I mean, there's so many different opponents we can see on SmackDown. Nakamura, Joe, AJ Styles. I mean, it's, the possibilities are endless. But after that, yes, Dan gets the point. So, it's 2-1 as we move on to our next match. Oh, Pancake Power backstage. We still don't know which New Day member is going to be Money in the Bank. Oh, Owen's interacting with B- New Day. 
He's got pancakes for the new day and maple syrup because he's Canadian, eh? Well, Owen's saying, there you go, there's a pancakes and a final maple syrup in Canada. And he said, why don't you try something? He goes, well, I don't really like pancakes. And they're like, what? He said, well, no, I don't really like any breakfast food like cereal. New Day lose their shit because we all know about the booty O's. And uh, they say to O's, just get the hell out of here before they take their ma- take his maple syrup and have a nice little meal. So we still don't know who the New Day partner will be later. And Owens is trying to get people to team up to take out Braun Strowman. Will he be the last person? Will, will they be the last people that he tries to talk around? If I know Kevin Owens, it won't be. But speaking of Owens, here's his tag team partner or best friend, Sami Zayn, coming out. And what the fuck happened last week? Well, an obstacle course, uh, I think, for Bobby Lashley. And I was both going through it. And Sami Zayn with a sneak as Lashley was doing the rope climb. Yeah, that's going to build Lashley up. Bobby's sisters and doing a training course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you know a wrestler's really good when he does a training course? But Sami Zayn seems confident. He thinks he's got inside Bobby Lashley's head. Has he? We just don't know. Well, I don't think turning to the dark side has actually worked as much for Sami as when he was a good guy. He's done... Fuck all as a bad guy. And he's done fuck all as a good guy. This is Sami Zayn. He's that his size. You, you can't be a very good heel. Do you know? Yeah. In, that, in that way, you can't go against Lashley and think, well, okay, in a, in a one-on-one fight to see Zayn beating down Lashley, he's going to have to try and maybe get the advantage somewhere. Whereas the babyface Zayn that we had in the NXT was perfect. And they've really got it wrong with Bobby Lashley as well. And to go against someone who... Is as popular as Sami Zayn is. It's just not going to make sense, you know. It's like go against someone, go against a Jinder Mahal if you want to get Lashley over. Go against a Roman Reigns, you know. Go against someone who's just really hated. So anyway, prediction wise, I have gone for Sami. No, Bobby Lashley. Thank fuck. At least I got one right. I have gone for Bob. 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 Which with Sami Zayn's middle name's Bob. So do you mean him, Sami Bob Zayn, or do you mean? Bobby Lashley. Why do you think Lashley for then? Well, why would they bring him all the way back just to have him lose to Sami Zayn? I mean, it'd just be ridiculous. So what do you think the promo? It's I, gone I, for... No, it's your promo. I've done the last one, didn't I? No, nah, you do promo gag because I missed that one. So you do promo. Seeing as uh, how excited you are by it, what have you thought of the build-up? It's Again, it's been going on for a little while now. Sami Zayn trying to get the one-upmanship on Bobby Lashley, bringing his sisters into it, which obviously weren't his sisters. It was some men in drag. Bringing his father into it, giving him an obstacle course. You know, this is just till, till tactics. This is just hill tactics from Sami Zayn. I, you know, we've mentioned just now that Sami doesn't work as a hill, especially going against big guys. Oh. You know, and as for him becoming best friends with Kevin Owens again, it's not really worked out in any way, shape, or form in that way, either, is it? No, it really hasn't. Uh, so we'll see what happens here. I mean, Zane's got to play the long game, really, in this one. Keys to victory. Got to go on the outside, take his time, get Lashley frustrated, and hope for a mistake because, like I say, one on one, Lashley is going to get the job done on Sami Zayn. Uh, Lashley's not. A bad wrestler. I think you've seen probably more Bobby Lashley than I have recently. I mean, I only really saw his WWE run. I didn't see anything in Impact. Did you see anything of him in Impact or GFW? I, I, I saw the heel in Impact. He was uh, part of 
America's greatest Sammy Carava with some knob and he was more of an MMA style kind of guy. But he was still the same Sammy Zane. Uh, so still the same Bobby Lashley. So basically like a Brock Lesnar kind of equivalent. Yeah. Then. Well, I don't know if we're going to go for that in this one. And Lashley trying to get hold of Zane. Zane holding onto the ropes, raking to the eyes. That was a great kick knocking Lashley out. Getting the referee to count as quickly as he can, hopefully to win this match by hook or crook. Mm. And Lashley gets sent into the ring post by Sami Zayn. He hasn't really let Lashley get out yet. Does Bobby Lashley wear that sweatband around his head to correct the fact he's bald? Uh, is he bald? Oh, fucking hell, you learn something. I don't know, it might just be a Hogan tactic with a bandana. Well, another amazing thing is that he keeps it on his head throughout the whole match, which I still think is quite impressive. He's got tape. And another counter. Sammy's saying, come on, hurry up. Zayn now with a boot to Bob, keeping down the apron. Sammy Zayn's not giving Lashley any room to breathe. Bobby's sister's chance. Uh, Sammy Zayn. Do you reckon Bobby's getting the, uh, the reception that is fitting for him? With the right hands there. Um, he's, not, he's not really been well received, has he, since coming back to the WWE? Again, it's a it's an idea on paper. Let's get Bobby Lashley back. That's a great idea. What are we going to do with him? Fuck knows. Let's put him in a feud with Sami Zayn. Why not a face-to-face with Lesnar if we're going to try and build him up that much? He, he might have had a positive response the night after Mania, but you know, knew afterwards it wasn't going to be because he is. So bland, you know, he's the first version of Roman Reigns. Let's, let's not forget about this. So he is, yeah. You need a plan, not only just for your first feud, whatever it is, but for the next year, I feel, with a, a wrestler now, because they just get lost in the shuffle. Well, especially putting him against someone who gets such a great reception, like Sami Zayn, whether he's a heel or not. You know, again, if you're going to put Lashley in a feud, as you say, put him with someone like Jinder Mahal that no one likes. Yeah. I mean, the, the last paper you teamed up with Strowman's, it's like, what, so this is the plan? And I mean, what's he going to do at SummerSlam? Is he going to go against GPD or something like that? Is he gonna... Oh, he's not getting a reception. Yeah, because you're not using him right. Like I said, in Impact, when he was a star there, use him as a heel kind of MMA because he was in Bellator at the same time. WWE fans are no longer impressed by a big guy hitting power moves. I'm sorry, but I'm not saying like Goldberg, or something, but it just doesn't work anymore. You know, we've we've seen this with Ryback and all these other guys. Oh, you can hit a suplex. That's great. Give us something else. And I think with Lashley, that lacks a little bit. And if they're trying to, oh, his dad was a drill sergeant, his sisters and stuff, I, I still think it's not working. How would you use Lashley? I think this match might be over in a minute because he just hit Zane with a standing vertical Delayed suplex. Delayed vertical suplex, yeah. Well, you know, with Lashley... If you're going to go the monster route, you want to put him against some relatively unknown, some local competitors, get him pulling out a few victories. Um, you know, you've got to put him against hills that aren't over. I mean, get him a victory over Big Cass. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's yeah. That's... Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn would have been a more desirable match as well. Oh, fucking hell. That would have been a hell of a match, yeah. I think that's the way to go, Lashley. I think they have dropped the ball. Sometimes it is WWE's fault. Sometimes it's the talent's fault. Lashley's trying as hard as he can and getting a little bit of a reaction, but it's still, you know... Having beat Brock Lesnar for the Universal title, do you think it would pop if he did that, you know? Most definitely. So, you know, look, we've both been in... You know, we've both done MMA. I'm going to be an MMA wrestler that 
actually defends his title, actually def- just turns up on SmackDown and Raw yeah. and pay-per-views. You know, they should use that in a promo against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm working on the road. I'm a full-timer, you know. I did work last night. I worked out Lesnar sitting at home. You know, I'm the real deal. You know, it's like kind of a thing that they've done with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But this is the thing, isn't it? Yeah, and he worked through his way. And Lashley is holding Zane up again. That must be at least 30 seconds. At least a minute and a half. Going for a cocky cover, though. What the fuck does that does? What does that do for Sami Zayn? It kills him. Yep. But you know, the most surprising thing of that match is headband stayed on. <laughs> the only thing we cared about. Well, Lashley gets the victory. My God. So we move on, and our next match is for the Intercontinental Title. It's GPD versus Seth Rollins. And in between the two matches, we saw Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax getting ready for maybe their main event match here tonight. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. But it is Intercontinental Title time. And, of course, GPD is going to play us a tune. Walk with Elias. See, he needed to ask that twice again. The only time he's ever only had to ask it once was in London, baby. If I was GPD, I'd go into fucking playing CM Punk's theme. <laughs> Look in my eyes. What do you see? It's GPD. Whose cheer goes up as it's... I think it's Seth Rollins. Let me, let me see for him. Yep, definitely Seth Rollins, yeah. So burn it down. And the fighting Intercontinental Champion coming out here against GPD. So predictions at this moment in time... You're 3-2 up, Dan, and I don't know if I'm going to catch you. But predictions for this match, who are you gone for? Well, Seth has held the title for a little while, the RC title. I-, I think there's bigger and better things to come for Seth Rollins. And I think he's likely to drop the title soon. Will it be tonight? No, it won't. Seth Rollins is going to retain his title. Yeah, I've gone for Rollins as well in this one. Uh I think the reasoning for me is that I would I love to see, like you say, maybe on for bigger and better things, but I would like to see a nice long Intercontinental title reign from Rollins where he kind of builds the prestige up of the championship and has kind of great title defences. You know, just imagine all the mid-carders that he could go against as well and hold it on for a while, maybe until the end of the year or not. So, yeah, I've gone Rollins as well. This should be a great match, though. I'm a huge fan of GPD. Uh, every time I see him, I like him more and more. Have you... Yo, do you now walk with Elias, Dan? I I enjoy Elias. Yeah, I'm I'm, you know I'm I'm, I'm <clears throat> he's growing on me more and more. He, you know, I started off by calling him the guitar playing douche. It's a name that's stuck with him. Yeah. But he he imprinting and he's you know he's certainly a born entertainer. Something that's quite unique as well. Yeah, I mean the thing is he's got personality and his matches have been quite good you know what we saw in Raw he was kind of star of the show especially the dark match afterwards and he's been performing quite well I'd say even though he's not been featured like he didn't have a Wrestlemania match and maybe other moments like now he's not in Money in the Bank but still uh, I think this will be good and the similarities between Rollins and GP that there aren't a lot They've both got dark hair. They've both got trousers and topless. They've both got a beard. Exactly. So they they look similar, but you would say they're completely different. That's thanks to what the Kingslayer's been doing recently. And, of course, with the GPD as well. Are you, yeah? are you talking about the architect? The architect, yeah. Yeah, he's got loads of nicknames. Seth Rollins, though. 
Seth frickin' Rollins. Uh, and GPD, what have you thought of the... Uh, whose promo is it? It's my promo. Uh, well, we've seen with Elias hitting Seth Rollins that guitar a couple of weeks ago, sending a message, and I think he definitely wanted to walk out here as Intercontinental Champion. I, I don't know. It's, it seems interesting enough, but it shows how strong a face Rollins is in this match if they're not worried about kind of the fans siding with Elias, if you know what I mean. Like... You would expect like a Roman Reigns match. They would be Elias' number one fan. With Seth, he's kind of earned that respect. And he's putting in performances as well. You know, since his injury, this is the first time he's kind of looked like the way he was before that. So do you think that's kind of hampering feuds with wrestlers that are supposed to be heel, yet they garner so much love from the fans, i.e. GPD, Rusev... You know, it's yeah. it kind of if they're going against a face that's not quite as strong, i.e. Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley, you know, even even Sami Zayn falls into that good heel yeah. category. Yeah. It, it definitely damages uh the the character and I think even the wrestler's kind of confidence because the fans aren't one hundred percent behind you. And it does take a lot of time to kind of gain that respect. And and even when you have got the hardcore kind of following, you can lose the rest of the crowd as well. It's like Ziggler. He comes out to quite a, quite a good pop, but yet, over time for being such a loser, it's like, oh, let's forget about him now. And it's the same, like you say, when Lashley comes out, it's like, well, why don't you put him against Jinder Reigns makes sense? Because it, you'd hope Jinder being, everybody being so negative about him but not not many wrestlers can play good guy and actually get 100% of the fans behind them, especially when they're... Like you said, there's so many cool heel characters at the moment in time. Like with GPD, I even class Owens is pretty cool as well, even though he's gone more silly now, you know? But I, I prefer my heels to garner heel heat. You know, think of the attitude here of Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, he gets nothing but booze. Tommaso Ciampa nowadays. Yes. I mean, that yeah. is... Proper hill heat. Yeah. And that that is exactly he's he's playing a the crowd there and, and he's telling the story of why he's such a bastard. And it's because there is not a lot there's nothing likable about me. You want to see the guy getting beaten up every week, you know. And I think Miz has got that, even though the fans now start chanting him. Nah. But he's so despised. Well you hate him. So <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? He has Got that of the fans want to see him get his ass kicked every night. Tonight, you want to see him get thrown off a ladder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> well, anyway, on know. with this match. And, yeah. uh, you know, both both guys have got off to quite a strong start. Elias landed on the outside. Seth Rollins springboarded over the top. And Seth's been in control for the early part of this match. Springboarding back into the ring. Taking Seth out with a clothesline. Yeah, I mean, it's quite a quiet start. Both men are trying to fill each other out. This has kind of got a, a, a different... I say match, but I think they're giving matches a little bit more time on this pay-per-view. We know it's going to be about four hours, and we've seen it in the early going of this one. This seems like a kind of 10, 15-minute match. Oh, mate, he's going to hit the curb stomp. He tried to. And I think he was going for more of a punt. Uh, Elias ducked out of the way and kind of clotheslined Rollins. His head, the back of his head, hit the hard part of the apron. He's tumbled to them way for thin mats as well. And now Elias has taken control. And now Elias, a vicious assault in the corner with the kicks and the right hands. Referee has to back him off, and he is showing fire. He's got that fire in him that I, I like to see in wrestlers, you know. There is, you can definitely tell when there's someone who wants to be 
in a position of car. It's, it's such, these two guys, you can tell, they both love what they're doing and they'll, they'll give it 100% no matter where they are on the card. We've seen the last coming out and playing guitar in, in horrible segments and yet he gives it 100%. The same with now Seth Rollins. I think Rollins is still a better in-ring performer than he is on the mic because... He's, 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 would well, you say he's a great a minute. Seth's got some internal blade and he's spitting oh, blood oh dear would you say Rollins is good on a promo he's not the best no, no but again he's one that he kind of backs up in the ring you know he, he does more of his work in the ring mm. he, he, they rarely you know you rarely see him with a mic unless he's sat down being interviewed by the Miz like they did when they was having that kind of feud with him and Finn Balor yeah, that's true. And I think maybe he needs a little bit more like that. And Rollins getting back into it now, punching away at Elias, pushes Elias into the ropes, and oh, fucking hell. Elias with a DDT dropping Rollins. And Rollins in serious trouble. Like I said, with that internal bleeding, it might have hyperextended his neck. And now Elias with the knee drop. Working the midsection. And I mean, this would be kind of, if you talk about keys to victory, this is what Elias needs to do, slow the pace down. Rollins works at a frantic pace, doesn't he, the quicker it is. So this is what Elias needs to do, try and grind him down. Of course, the confidence of the victory all the time is going to play a part in this as well. Rollins probably been undefeated on pay-per-views, at least since WrestleMania. And now it's a nice submission by GPD. He's got Rollins down. Rollins tries to move and he stays in the same position. Yeah, well, he's he's got a Cobra clutch locked in. And, uh, you know, it's one of their moves that the more Seth Rollins tries to get out of it. And the other thing that is great about this move is that Elias is using Rollins' hands as their own weapon as well. He's using his arm against him, which must really annoy you. When you stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah. Well, it's, it is also a way of getting a chokehold on someone without actually choking them out as well. So it's a legal chokehold. And that's yeah, it's illegally placed, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's why the referee is letting this go and checking if Rollins has been knocked out or not. He managed to somehow get out. Well, Elias throws him into the rope. Seth holds on, kick to the chest, looking for a suplex, but Elias blocks it. And now Rollins with it. Uh, just could look like Elias with a nice snap. Man, he's going to go for the knee again. Oh, so Elias he dropped his surname, Elias Sampson, wasn't it? Yeah, he was Elias Sampson. Yeah. So you know, what do you think of? Name dropping, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rollins rolled out the way, and Elias hit nothing but Matt. Now Rollins trying to fight back. It's the interesting. Thing. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. You know, it's like I'm not a fan of name dropping. I mean, me and Rio Ferdinand was talking about with Harry Kane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you just pick that name up that you just dropped? Um, the thing about it is, sometimes it works. Like, I wonder if people know what Rusev's first name was, or maybe even Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro. With Rusev, it was... Yeah, it was Alexander, yeah. Come on, bruv. Don't touch me. Don't there touch you go. No, you, you are... What do you think I got you on the podcast? <laughs> and Rollins now making a little flurry of a comeback with the punches. Clothesline in GPD over the top. But you got to think with the fight that Elias has put... Oh, I don't know. Let me start the sentence again. you got to think the punishment that Rollins has taken, especially to that midsection... But he's going to try and go flying out of suicide dive. Takes out Elias. Well, you want to walk with with Seth Rollins. Well, Elias and Rollins back in the ring. Oh, Seth's on the second rope. Blockbuster. Did he hurt himself as much as he hurt Elias? Goes for a cover, but 
GPD. Oh. Yeah, I think he did. It took him an extra second to get over. I mean, he might have had it then. The thing I like about Rollins is you know he's always got a game plan. Plan A, plan B. And if things get really bad... Run away. Run away. Well, Rollins was the plan B in Triple H when he turned on the shield. Now the fans enjoying it. Back to his feet in the corner. Rollins runs in. Gets chucked on the apron. Now springboard by Rollins. Uh-oh. Oh, Rollins' knee's gone. Elias comes flying in with a running knee of his own. Goes for the cover. Oh. oh. But Rollins managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. And that was Rollins' own mistake there. And that is where, of course, he had that injury. Had to lose the WWE title. They are good, though. The standard's got a lot better in wrestling, isn't it? You know, just the kind of... The basics is Elias now is picking up Rollins. He thinks this is the end. Rollins trying to fight out punches to the head of Elias, but can't capitalise on it because of his knee. Oh, and Elias sits down on Rollins, but only getting a two. Two. Both men back to the feet, and Rollins looks a bit punch drunk now. Because of the boxing match, it might be over. Oh, he's bending over the bottom rope for Elias. Oops, sorry. Now, Elias... Huge right hand, rocking Seth. Oh, well, Seth's rolling, rolling, rocking and rolling. Well, he's trying to respond. Nay punches. I like it when they pick up pace and they just start clobbering away at each <laughs> other. It's clobbering time. But Seth, he's had three or four unanswered shots. Oh, goes for a big one, but Elias lifts the boot up, rocks Rollins. Well, goes for the closer, but Rollins managing to roll him through. Hits him with a super kick. Goes for the cover. Oh, but GP, the shoulder up at two. Two. Well, no matter what the result here, Elias is really beating up Seth Rollins in this match. When you think about the blood coming out of his mouth, the damage to the leg, and Seth, who's going high risk yet again, one leg and all. Well, I don't know if this is a great idea. And Seth's taking his time, but he's finally to the top. Going to go for the frog splash. Oh. Elias gets the knees up, goes for cover. Two. Oh. oh. Rollins with the kick out. Ah. Well, Seth Rollins is down, and the Intercontinental might drift away from him if Elias has his chance, but he's gone up now. But, but Seth Rollins managed to recover in time, cuts him off. Why would Elias go up unless he wants to show Seth that he can do what he does? Well, to beat the man, you've got to beat the man. Mm. Gets caught with the right hand. He's not going to go for the superplex arrow, is he? Surely. Don't call me Shirley. I think he's trying it, but two beating up. Cut the punches to the midsection, and Rollins gets pushed off. Manages to spring up to the top rope, though. Bad leg and all. Bang. Superplex. Falcon oh. arrow. This has got to be it. Two. two. Throw. Oh. And Elias getting the shoulder up at two. Two. And now the fans want him to go for the stomp. He's tuning up the band. Burn it down. That's good, that is. But goes for the kick to the midsection. Now it's stomp time. Oh, but GPD rolls out the way. Seth coming down hard on that leg. Oh. Suicide dive, but gets caught by Elias. Thrown into barricade. Thrown into the ring post. Thrown into the steel steps. Fucking hell. Thrown back into the ring. And now Elias' chance is most aggressive I've seen him as he goes up to the top. He's just got his second or third wind. Big elbow from the top. One. One, two, two 
Oh. But Seth somehow managing to stay in it. That was so close to the end of Rollins' intercontinental title reign, but both men pulling it out. Great sequence then. Look, barricade, post. Still yet. Stairs. Ring. Bang. Elbow. And Elias hasn't had a championship yet. Well, he might have one tonight for the first time. Yeah, I'll give you that. That is awesome. Even Super Smiley fan in the green T-shirts clapping along. There's a guy ECW T-shirt, only about 15 years out of date. He's picking up Seth Rollins' lifeless body. Drift away time, but Rollins holds on to the middle rope. Very intelligent there by Seth Ray. Right, I think Seth realises that's going to be the end of it. He's holding on for dear life in the bottom rope. But also the Intercontinental title, as you've got Elias grasping at him. Well, he's loading Seth up in the on the top rope. And now Rollins going to know. Sorry, I was going to say, Elias going to know. Oh, looking for the buckle bomb, but the knee went. Well, Rollins tried it. That was a mistake. Drift away. No. Seth Rollins in the small package. Two. Oh. Somehow, Elias managed to kick out. Ah. Rollins gets rolled up again. Seth reverses it into a pin of his own and manages to get the victory. He had a handful of tights there, Seth did. He tried to do what Elias... Well, Elias held the tights first. Held on and got the victory. My God, though. Elias was robbed. <laughs> well, nonetheless, Seth won the title. Seth, Retained the title. Seth is still in the kind of champion here after a great match. Dan, what are your thoughts on that match? I thought that was a bloody good match. Uh, you know, both these guys was given a lot of time to to do what they do. It was a slow burner. And then Elias started picking it up with a barricade ring post, steel steps, throwing him into the ring. And, uh, yeah, you know, it kind of protects Elias a bit as well. Yeah, it really does. I mean, if it was a curb stomp, you think, oh, he beat him fair and square. But with the, um, the tights being held on, maybe Elias can have a opportunity another day. But Rollins... He's still champion and really, really good match. But after that, it means we both get the point. So it goes 4-3 to Dan. So is that out of four matches, I've got four right. So you have. Does, that, does that mean, um, oh, what's it called when you get all the scores, all the points <sighs> right? Perfect score. Oh, that's yeah. the one. You yes. could be in for, and that would mean you take a two-point lead in the bonuses and a two-point lead in the pay-per-views. Oh, that would just be uh, awesome. That would be, like the Miz. Uh, so anyway, we do move on. Up next, for the third time ever, it is the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And let's have a look at the promo. The journey is not without risk. How fiercely will you fight? If you want to rise to the top, you must descend over all boundaries. How far are you willing to climb? Grab onto your future. Unlock your fate. And redefine your destiny. There you have it! Miss Money in the Bank! The price is what you pay. Carmella, this is brilliant! But the value is what you get. Carmella is champion! I haven't forgotten the feeling when I lost my SmackDown Women's Championship and when I win the Money in the Bank contract. 
I'm going to reclaim my throne. top of this women's division once and I'll do it again. I am skill, honor, and heart. I will be champion again. But the Money the Bank contract ladder match can change your career. I'm gonna cement myself in history as the best there is the best there was and the best there ever will be. I'm going to win and become Miss Money and the Bank. These ladies, they've earned a career-defining moment. I will grab that contract and I will be right back on top. That contract has my name written all over it. You have the opportunity to challenge your champion of your brand. You have the opportunity to bring back that money in the bank contract and change your life forever. And last year's Money in the Bank Women's Ladder Match winner is the current women's champion. Well, what happened at last year's Money in the Bank for people that are not told this in the video, Dan? Well, what happened was Carmella who had James Ellsworth by her side. James Ellsworth climbed the ladder, got the briefcase, passed it down to Carmella, and then it was kind of construed as null and void because it wasn't Carmella that actually got the women's money in the bank briefcase. So then, uh, so two nights later, on SmackDown, they redone it, and Carmella actually climbed the ladder herself and won the money in the bank briefcase. So will we see anything like that here tonight? We just don't know. But, I mean, there's a couple in here that I'm really big fans of. I, well, no, yeah, all right. Let me let me do me before you do them. So, for me, i got to say that Naomi's one of those that have flown under the radar recent times. Nice shoes, I know. But she's got a lot of talent. I'm hoping to see a, quite a, I hope to see a stunt tonight in the match. A cunning stunt. A cunning stunt in or the match. a stunning cunt. Would be great. Uh, also, I'm a fan, of course, of Ember Moon. I think she's got it, you know. And the clips of the ladder will be fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, that's my two. Dan, who would you pick as your two? Well, you know, um, of course, it's got to be my main girl, Little Miss Bliss. And, of course, I'm wearing my Twisted Bliss T-shirt. You are. And... Oh. I don't know, someone who's been quiet for a while. I mean, Charlotte, I think she's a bit too much. Yeah. Lana, I don't think she has any chance. Becky Lynch, I'm a big fan of her. I think she's been, you know, under the radar. I think she'd be great with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Sasha Banks, another one that could do with could do with the yes, briefcase yeah. as well. There's, you know, there's a few in there. Well, I think Sasha Banks versus 
Bailey has to be the kind of longest feud in wrestling history right now because they've not actually done anything, even though they've been feuding for like. Well, didn't they team up last months. night? I'm raw. <laughs> to go against the Riot Squad. Yeah, but they've been involved in like matches and we've seen up things, but it's not really anything's happened yet. It's kind of really slow run. Banks and he falls over, but that's fine because she's the boss as so she comes out here. Uh, so prediction wise, I mean, this is a big one. There's so much talent. That's like what you she said. said. We've named four of our favourites there. So it's no surprise then. In the Women's Money in the Bank match, I have gone. <laughs> I don't know why. I honestly don't know why I put this down. I don't know what I was thinking. Out of all the names, only Lana would probably be furthest away from who, I, <laughs> who I've gone for. And that is Natalia. Wow. Well, if it was a betting site, you'd have got bloody good odds on Natalia to win it. So if you'd have put a tenner on, you more than likely would have lost a tenner. Yeah. <laughs> but I've gone for someone who I think, you know, could legit hold the briefcase. Yeah. You see what I did there? Yeah, exactly. You must have gone Alexa Bliss because she's your favourite. <laughs> well, as much as I love Bliss, I think she's had a long run with both women's titles for Raw and SmackDown. She's, you know, she's not long come off of a title run so you know I, I think they're going to keep her quiet for a little while build up a bit of reputation so I've of course gone for Sasha Banks oh Sasha Banks so it'll be interesting I mean I don't think Natalia will really need a point like I say 4-3 at the moment but here comes Ember Moon I wouldn't mind her walking away with a money in the bank briefcase she'd be a good briefcase holder briefcase banker <laughs> sounds like a euphemism she can hold my briefcase <sighs> Just imagine a reception if Lana was to win. Money in a bank. Lana Day. Lana <laughs> Day. I mean, she could, she could dance, but she can't wrestle. Oh, my pick's out here in Italia. And then you see your favourite, Alexa Bliss, and now it's Charlotte. And wouldn't it be apt if the woman... Who won Money in the Bank would be the one who lost it from the first ever Money in the Bank winner. And then maybe she can cash in on Carmella and then the payback. <laughs> you cash in on me. Well, I'm going to cash in about Fair play, <laughs> yeah. I suppose. That's what I think they're going to do now. Shit. Well, I don't know what's going to happen. But again, you know, as much as I don't like to say it, I think Charlotte and Alexa Bliss, they've had quite long title runs. They've had the titles a few times between them. I do think it's time to let someone else mm. have a go. I mean, Becky Lynch is criminally un- underutilised in WWE, isn't she? You know, you think about of all the four horsewomen, she's the one that's probably done the least out of them all, you know? Like, at least Banks has been in, like, the first Hell in a Cell match. Of course, we know they love Charlotte. And Bliss, uh, Lynch just like, okay. It's a shame, isn't it, really? Got it is a shame, yes. The first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. You should expect more from it as well. But here we go. Action started. Yes, and the ring has been cleared. It's just Becky Lynch on her own. Oh, she takes out Bliss, who was carrying a ladder into the ring. And Charlotte's going after Ember Moon in the early going. And gets tossed off into the timekeeper's area. Natalia was holding a ladder for a little while. <laughs> she was, was she? waiting for Becky Lynch. Oh, Lynch has taken everyone out, including her best friend Charlotte. I don't care. I'm a last kicker. I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you. Ladder. Well, now might be a chance already to go get the ladders. Well, she looks to be picking up a ladder, but she got to- taken out by Ember Moon. Now Ember Moon, bring the ladder in, Natalia stopping her. 
I think this is going to be a bit more messy than the men's one, you know, like a bit flawed. Yeah, but they have taken extra time off, like we mentioned, to try and make it better, I suppose, and make sure they sorted everything else out. The only problem with that is that maybe it's too scripted, and like you say, they're waiting for their moment then. They're like, come on, like you saw with Ember Moon, she's like, come on, Naomi, now it's your turn. Bank similar ladder, ooh. And this would be a great match. It's not fair. The the on their bums. Their bums. <laughs> well, Moon takes out Banks with a drop kick, and then again, insecurity to Banks. Well, Ember's cleared the ring again. She's looking up at that briefcase, setting up the ladder in a very different way. Well, now she's hooking it in a way that they can't come undone, and Ember blocking Banks' attempts, and Ember Moon. Went the drop toe hold Banks and Banks stopped it. Oh, that got to hurt. Ember Moon springboard cross body hit Sasha Banks and Banks hit the ladder. Fair play, Sasha Banks, to be like, yeah, I'll take that bump. She wrestles like a man, and that is not a. Uh, that's not. It's not like kind of insult. Yeah, I certainly mean. And Lana comes in, grabs Moon by the head, bounces her back first off the mat, picks up that ladder. If she takes a bump on the ladder, I'll give you a fucking take away money. <laughs> She'd snap, bless her little heart. No, oh, she just snapped Ember Moon with that ladder. Now, X Factor. Oh, onto the corner of the <laughs> ladder and Ember Moon. <laughs> Ric Flair style selling or what? No, Lana, you need that. Oh, no, she's already got one already. So she throws the ladder out. <clears throat> and now licking her lips. At the thought of money in the bank. Just after Rusev's been there. Oh, Natalia. I know he's in English. Natalia nearly gets hit by the ladder. She dodges and now clotheslined Lana. Come on, Natalia. You can do this. Pick up Lana. I can't help but when I... Oh, Lana's taking a bump on the ladder. I no. can't help but every time I hear Lana's name, it's anal backwards. No, I know. It's just like, I'm exactly the same with Natalia. And Natalia now's got Naomi. Oh. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> Crotches it on the ladder. Well, Naomi was doing the splits on the ladder, stepped on her back, kicked her in the head. And now, could this be Natalia's chance? I mean, uh, only an idiot would go for her in this match, but the, maybe the, the idiot could be correct. The fans want it. I definitely want it. Well, that's has been his time. Was she cashing on her friend Rousey? This is what I was thinking. If Rousey was to win. I was thinking. I mean, I don't want to give away my Rousey prediction, but I thought, wouldn't it be great? They've got that story of them being friends. We saw Natalia backstage earlier with Ronda Rousey. Maybe cashing in on her. I think that's what I thought. Well, suplex by Flair and a nip-up. Could it be Flair's time? Oh, and now it's the two, the two former friends going for the ladder. They still might be friends. Inch. The competitors here, NXT chance, and they're trying to pull the ladder off. So, come on, where's someone to jump on it? There you go. Naomi comes in, <laughs> jumps on the ladder. Takes Natalia out. Oh, Charlotte and Becky looking to take Naomi out. Naomi ducks it, bounces off the ropes, drop kicks the ladder, taking Bowman out. I love watching Naomi in the ring. I think she's so entertaining. There's bliss. Trying to grab that ladder away from Naomi. She's been relatively quiet. She has. She's saying, well, I'm not going to, you're not going to climb it. Takes out the ring. Whoa. Naomi springboards over the top, taking out Bliss. Oh. Sometimes when you see a ladder hanging there, you think, oh, they're going to do something with it. Banks got Naomi. Naomi kicks her off, though. 
Oh, oh, blockbuster off the ring apron, taking down Banks. Oh, yeah, it's like a demolition. It's like a. <clears throat> it's like a. It's like a long beginning. It's a demolition derby. This money in the bank ladder match. All these women are down, apart from the money in the bank briefcase, which is high above the ring. Now Naomi's come in with Ember Moon. Oh, these two again. Becky Lynch is in there though. Takes out Moon, takes out Naomi. This could be Lynch's time. She's going on the attack, but now Naomi and Ember Moon teaming up. <laughs> and now they've got the ladder. Oh, now they're fighting. They were working well for a second. And now Lynch climbing that ladder to get to the money in the bank. Oh, this could be a mistake, though, because the women are pushing it back. Sends her into the corner. Oh! And then throw the ladder at her for good measure. Unprotected ladder shot to the face, and Ember Moon's not finished. Neither's Naomi. <laughs> oh, both women come running in. Drop kick to Lynch. It was like a Lynch mob. And as she gets thrown out, that ladder's set up. And Moon, working well as a team. They're wearing the same outfit. Look at Ember Moon's hair. Look at Naomi's outfit. Well, they've both got the glow. <laughs> hey! Hup, hup, hup. It's Naomi with the kicks. Oh, but Ember Moon with a kick to the midsection. Rocking Naomi. Ooh. A lovely scorpion-style kick from Naomi there to Ember. And now monkey flip. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Easy tiger. Moon lands on her feet. Oh. Hit lock to Naomi onto the ladder. Jesus. Situation. Situation. And now Moon going to get ladder. No, bank stops her with a knee. That ladder is set up precariously low. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, and Moon goes headfirst into the turnbuckle, laid up onto that ladder. <laughs> Lana comes in to try and save the day, the Rusev day. And now she's got Lana in the back brace. She's going to dump her on Moon. Oh, my God. Well, she's stacking the women up here. Oh! Double knees to both women who are perched on top of the ladder. Yeah, well, your pick looks good at the moment. Of course. Not as good as Alexa Bliss. She's been quiet. She's been too quiet, hasn't she, Bliss? Yeah. But she's biding her time. Why, why would she get injured in unnecessarily? Exactly. She's clever. She's intelligent. She is. She's got a great strategy. Easy for you to say. <laughs> Banks going for it, but Charlotte knocks Banks off. That, I was trying to make that sound better than pulls her off. Knocks one out. Tugs. Tugs Thanks. her off. Well, Charlotte stops Bank from climbing. Bank... Mm. Charlotte stops Banks from climbing a ladder, and now these two having a confab. Well, these two are having a heated debate. Oh, and Banks gets sent headfirst into the ladder, but Charlotte comes down with her. These two women going toe to toe. Oh, Banks looking for the backstabber, but no, Charlotte suplex, but Banks landing on her feet. Oh. Charlotte keeps her hold on and a lovely swinging neck breaker. And now Charlotte setting up the ladder. Not to climb, but just to do damage to Sasha Banks. And talk about these two women's history. No, she's not going to powerbomb her. She's looking for a ladder, but Sasha Banks halfway up the ladder now. Can she climb it to glory? Oh, no. Charlotte's stopping her. Charlotte's got hold of the leg. And I think I see Natalia climbing up as well. She's got her in a powerbomb. Oh, no. no. Charlotte managing to get out of it. And now Lynch pushing Banks off. Oh, Oh, my. Of Banks taking out both Natalia and Charlotte. Well, she hit. Go on, Becky. No. 
And bliss and bliss there to stop her. Well, I say bliss kind of playing defense at this moment in time, isn't she? She's just sitting outside, just picking her moment. Stops Lynch with a forearm. Very clever moment as well, because bliss. The five feet of fury. I think she needs a longer ladder than that. I'll well, give her a longer one. Well, the first is the thing, isn't it? It's going to take her more rungs to get up there. And Banks kind of been a star of the show at the moment. She lands on Charlotte a minute. Checking on her now. But Lynch is stopping Banks from climbing. Banks kicks her off. So she tries with Bliss and successfully drags her off the ladder. It didn't look pretty, but it was effective. And now Lynch anything involving bliss looks pretty james they're exchanging forearms banks fingertip away and now lana's got the ladder lana's got a big one hasn't she she's got a bigger one than lynch and banks are on bliss getting kicked lana now setting it up she's gonna go out and banks using it as well to help oh ember moon's back into the ring and now five women climbing up the ladders now ember moon getting kicked by banks stopping here comes natalia Six women. Yeah, go on. My pick, take out your pick. Yeah. Natalia pulls off Banks. Oh, but Banks gets some payback on Natalia. Throws her down. Oh, Moon nearly touching it. What's Bliss doing? She's scrapping away. Yeah, Bliss is there. Natalia. Oh! Bouncing Banks off of the (laughs) ring rope onto the ladder. And Banks holding onto the ladder, pulling Becky Lynch off. And Bliss somehow dives to the other ladder, got hold of Lana. This is like hang tough. Natalia's up again. She's fighting with Ember Moon. Charlotte's back up again, pulling Natalia off. Gives her a big boot. And Bliss still hovering about. Lana say no to Ember Moon. Charlotte's been pushed off. Now Charlotte's got the other ladder. And she's got Ember Moon. No. Ember Moon's in trouble. Maybe a powerbomb by Charlotte. Oh! Drops Moon back first onto the ladder. Alexa Bliss and Lana are still fighting away on the <laughs> other side of the ladder. Bliss Bl- is looking to climb it. <laughs> Bliss was trying to get Lana down for five minutes. Charlotte comes on, gets her off in two seconds. Just throws her into the ladder. Now she's going after Bliss. No, don't do that. You do that. Mop, 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 mop. Bliss, Bliss, serious trouble. Going to get power bombed on the other ladder. No. Backslide goes for a cover, but can't win the vic- can't get a victory like that. She's folded Charlotte up like an accordion, and now Lana sees her chance. Alexa Bliss pushes her off and shoves her. Well, WWE got one rule: you either black or blonde. <laughs> Lana pushes or Becky, black blonde or Becky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lana shoving Bliss down. I don't think that was a good idea from Lana's point because she gets a big slap from beautiful Bliss. Kiss her. Kiss her. And now she's saying to Lana, this is what you've done. No, Lana fighting off, though. Oh, delivers a big kick to the head of Bliss. Lana knocks out Bliss. No. Rusev Day. Lana crush. (laughs) Well, Lana crushing Bliss. Got locked in deep. Come on, Sasha. Get back in there. Um, Natalia went out ages ago, but Naomi's coming back in. Going to try and springboard. That's it, stunt. Yeah! Naomi springboards back in. Kicks Lana in the head. She's going to get the briefcase. She's going to do it. She's there, but Lynch more worried about Lana than she is Naomi. She's got the briefcase. She's unhooking it. unhooked. Oh. Oh, She couldn't undo the carabiner. And now she's getting dragged down the ladder. Taking down the pole. And now it's Lynch. 
Oh, double axe smash off the full rung by Lynch, and now she's putting it in position. God, Becky. Yeah, come on. If 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 <laughs> the tally's not going to win, come on, Lynch. Alex climbing up face to face with her best friend. I don't think they're going to be best friends after this, though. And now both women blow to blow. Oh my god! And rocking each other at forearms, both slipping. Oh no! Becky's in, rocks the ladder. Uh, Bliss is in, sorry, pushes the ladder. But Lynch and Charlotte land on their feet and they're just like, what? <laughs> well, Bliss takes out Becky but gets speared by Charlotte. Charlotte stands alone in the ring. Go on, Banks, I'll see you down there recovering. Yeah. Hey. Hey. She comes in, backstabber. Go on, Banks. Go on, Sasha. Well, Get will, up now. Will Banks make a statement? No, Naomi stops her. Oh, bitch. We hear the rattle, and Naomi came so close last time. Surely going to get it this time. Don't call me Shirley, but Lana's in there to pull her off, send her face first into the mat. Now she's pointing at the briefcase, saying, this is mine. Well, Lana's come closer than most people, and here no, comes Natalia. No. Someone stop her. Come on. She's got Lana. Electric chair. Come on, Natalia. Climb. Don't take your time. No. Just climb. She's scared of heights. No, it is. Come on. Oh, yes, Ember. And now Ember knocked out the tally. He's going to go get. No, Charlotte's up. Everyone's having an opportunity. And Charlotte with a spear for under the ladder. <laughs> oh, she really doesn't like she Ember doesn't Moon. She really don't. She's powerbombed her into that ladder, speared her onto that ladder. Well, Moon's need to take as, punch, as much punishment as Oh, Banks. she was looking to line up Becky Lynch for a spear. For Becky Lynch, the Bexploder. Oh, but Charlotte, luckily enough, not hitting the ladder because that would have fucking hurt. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's Lynch's friend. Maybe that's what she thought. And now going to go up and get it. Well, Charlotte wasn't thinking that when she was nearly speared Lynch. Go <laughs> on, Becky, get it. Irish money in the bank. She's got it. <coughs> oh, my God. Bliss has got... Oh! oh. The ladder. Sends Lynch off the ladder in the corner. Go on, Bliss. No. Go on, my girl. No. Go on, baby. She can't reach. Yes, she can. One more step. Where's That's Natalia? It. Get it. Get it. Oh. Yes! So the winner of this and the money in the bank briefcase holder unbelievably Alexa Bliss I mean where did that come from like we say her and Charlotte you thought weren't going to be close to it but Bliss pulls an upset off I would say but I think that was quite an enjoyable ladder match in the end yeah they were waiting for a few spots between them but I think it kind of paid off and it was enjoyable wasn't it you know? yeah it wasn't terrible so We'll see how we rank that compared to the other men's Money in the Bank match. But I think highlights was the kind of punishment that Ember Moon and Sasha Banks both took on the ladders. And I think even credit to Lana, even though she was the weakest member, still weren't bad and you pulled a kind of an upset. It is a shame Lynch came so close and yet so far. But we have a new Money in the Bank holder and I wonder how long she'll hold the briefcase for. And again, of course, points-wise, we are both remaining on four and three respectively. Yeah, when we're halfway through now. I think we've got 10 matches, 10. 
So, unfortunately, Dan, it means you cannot get a perfect score. I hate to burst your bubble. Well, neither can you, so shut up. No, well, I'm just saying you made a big thing of it before the last match. So There you go, 4-3. And Kurt Angle, very happy that Raw beat SmackDown in the Money in the Bank match. I'd feel sorry if a Raw wrestler won the men's Money in the Bank because their champion's never around, so they're going to have hardly any opportunity to cash the fucker in. Yeah, you need to win a bus ticket as well so you can go to Lesnar's home. Just knock on the door with a referee. His dad will answer. Is Brock in? Why? Hi, Brock. Hi Mr. Lesnar. <laughs> Is Brock coming out to play? <laughs> yeah. What a, what a My name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Heyman's babysitting him. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. Little Brock. <laughs> you beat the Undertaker. All right. Well, Paige says she bleeds blue, and I've seen Insider, and there's definitely something going on. But here comes Baron Corbin. So sorry, Constable Corbin. Sorry, yes. He is here, and he's had his head shaved as well. He should have lost the hair versus hair, man. He should have done, but he wants to look more like Kurt Angle. And let's not forget, Baron Corbin won money in the men's money bank last year. So, just saying, that's what a year does. (laughs) Good, some good bet, good bet, good, good. Well, so from a year on, we had Baron Corbin winning the men's Money in the Bank briefcase match. Done fuck all with it. Mm-hmm. The women's was won by Carmella. Carmella. She is current champion, yeah. so to be female. So up next is the match that no one's been waiting for. <laughs> it's Roman Reigns. Big dog going against, don't hinder, Jinder Mahal. Let's well, have a look. There's one thing I'm glad about this placement. A, it's not for a title. And B, it's not the main event. No, that's true. But let's have a look at the promo. Tonight, we're going to have two qualifying matches for Money in the Bank. The first is a triple threat match between Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, and Sami Zayn. Kurt, why am I not in the triple threat match? More importantly, why is Roman Reigns in that match? What makes you think you deserve anything? You haven't won a match since you came to Raw. by superiority and he is threatened. Roman thinks there's this imaginary conspiracy against him. When in fact he's been given opportunity after opportunity. Ones that belong to Maharaja. Oh my God! The only reason why I'm not in that Money in the Bank ladder match is because of Jinder Mahal. Therefore, I'll never have the opportunity to cash in on Brock Lesnar and take back what is legitimately mine, the Universal Championship. Jinder's an idiot. That's why I don't listen to anything that Jinder has to say. What exactly has Jinder done around here lately? Nothing. All Jinder does is walk around here and expect to be handed everything. Roman will find the storm is coming. 
How dare you disparage my name when you would never say it to my face? At Money in the Bank, I see Roman suffering, out of breath, unable to keep up with the modern-day Maharaja. And what a babyface reaction that is for Roman Reigns. Not. Uh, before he came out, though, we did see Samir Singh in the wheelchair after Reigns' heinous attacks recently. Uh, and he's going against Jesse Jindam Hall coming out here to a negative reaction. But Reigns even worse. So Reigns coming out here ready for action and a promo and a build-up. It's been quite interesting because we, we saw a little bit, didn't we, in um, in London... In England, with uh, Mahal and Reigns, and Reigns not being Reigns being cost a chance to be in Money in the Bank thanks to Jinder, and not getting retribution and putting him through a wall, beating him up. Mahal's tried to get a few shots in, but it's kind of been Reigns' feud, isn't it? It's kind of keeping him over until we find out what he does next. You know, if it is with Lesnar or or whatever is going on with Roman Reigns, so that'll be interesting to see. And we'll see if the match is any good. It's coming after the bank, so usually it's a filler match. Is this fit out? I mean, we could argue. Prediction-wise, Dan, who have you gone for in this one? Well, I think Roman's got the upper hand in majority of this feud. So I think to kind of even the score, Jinder Mahal isn't going to win it. It's going to be Roman Reigns. Yeah, I've gone Reigns as well. I'm sure you can see that. Reigns in this one. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious that, apart from Lesnar, he'll win. You know, and the kind of Lesnar thing's has affected him. But on one of the, one of the questions I want to answer, or we can try and answer now, how do you fix Roman Reigns if you're not going to turn him heel? So how would you fix him if he has to be a face? Or try and get him into an anti-authority figure. You know, kind of like uh, a Vince McMahon, Stone Cold kind of situation. Situation. Um, either that or have him join the Shield, you know, have him re- regroup into the Shield and get him his kind of like cheers then as soon as Dean Ambrose is back and fit and then have a have another good run, you know, turn him back into the Hounds of Justice. Yeah, the, ne- the, the thing that might save Reigns, never Shield. Do you know what I mean? Like, always have the Shield. They can do their own things and, you know, they can separate, they, they, can, they can do different, you know, title matches and stuff but when there's like you know a tag team after one of the guys or something like this, then that's when the shields show up again and that's maybe why Reigns will get cheered and we get a CM Punk chant not much of a surprise here in Chicago during the Roman Reigns we try and keep track of the chants during this match I'm sure there'll be a beach ball floating around somewhere yeah well this is the kind of moment everyone's going to go and get their drinks and something to eat because it's it's not, in all effect, it's not going to be a good match. I mean, you know, we've uh, we've spoken of our thoughts on the uh, on probably the the second worst member of the three MB. Now Reigns goes to the outside as Jinder checking on his mate, but gets caught. Reigns with a big right hand. So what are we going to do with Jinder then? We've spoken about you know what we'd do with Reigns. What are we gonna what would happen? What would you do with Jinder Mahal? I wouldn't do anything with Jinder Mahal. I I really don't get it with him we talked about the style that gpd and seth Rollins had in the match then how they operate and now reigns and jinder mahal are two com- 
completely different styles. You know, it's something that the fans don't want to see in 2018 anymore. The only people that want to see it is kind of Vince McMahon. Oh, wait a minute. Is, is he, how did he stand up if he's in a wheelchair? I didn't see anything. I'm well, sorry. What, what happened there? He's, he's got a really bad arm and a bad neck. Well, he rose like a miracle to occurred, sent Reigns into the uh, ring post. That must have been his twin. I'd get rid of people like Jinder Mahal and replace him with people like Kevin Owens. And maybe put Adam Cole in the main roster as well. Shut up, James, you Be- fucking idiot. <laughs> don't going- even fucking talk about that shit. <laughs> don't even joke, don't even... Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, James, you do know what happens to wrestlers that I hate, don't you? <clears throat> yeah, I know. <clears throat> Who do you hate now? <sighs> Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. And he'll become WWE champion. <laughs> no, he won't. He's going he's gonna to get released. We'll see what happens. I think Jinder Mahal might get released soon. I don't think he's an effective heel. I don't think he can carry himself well in a match. I think his WWE title reign was a disaster. But how would you treat Jinder then? I would pair him with an immensely popular heel. If he, if he was going to save him, I don't think he's worth saving, to be honest. I, I don't think he's he's all that good. Or or even um, the second run at the 3MB. Oh, no, 3MB's beneath McIntyre now. But I think with Roman Reigns, is he worth saving? That's Roman the question. Reigns? Yeah, I mean, we talk about it, all this hardship, all the kind of the fan hatred for him. Is he worth it? I is... don't know. He's He's kind of... I think with Roman Reigns, if he was to go away for a year and come back, I think he might get appreciated. I think it's kind of, I think it could be, could be forgotten about. You know, uh, it, how, how much or how you know is Roman Reigns known for WWE? I think WWE now is just like we say the company and the kind of the logo. It don't really matter what superstars there. I think with Reigns, has he really got that much appeal? I mean, it doesn't appeal. To me, I mean, I don't hate him like everybody else does, but I don't mind him. No, I, you know, I, I'm, I don't mind him. I, th- I think he's he's just got boring. I think where he's a big dude of things that Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Nakamura can do in the ring, he's not as talented as them by any means. You know, you've got your Daniel Bryans as well. He falls into the, uh, the same category as AJ Styles. You know, they're all great performers. That you know, their size doesn't go against them either. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And with Roman Reigns, I think, you know, where he's a big guy, he's kind of a, a too generic big guy. Mm. You know, he's he's sorry. not got many moves, he's he's not a great performer. Yeah, but the the, the thing is from that is like with the Cena thing, because he was hated as much as they pushed through it. They gave him the title, they held it on for a year and they were like, Right, you're gonna we're gonna shove this down your fucking throats until you accept it. Reigns has been a bit unlucky in that way because it's in Lesnar's been standing in the way most of the time uh, and it's not really worked out for him, you know what I mean, having a run with the title like Cena did. But is it? does it show that maybe McMahon is a bit out of touch with what the people think is now a face and seeing how he got it wrong with Daniel Bryan? Do you well, know most what I mean? definitely. I mean, look how NXT is run. Look how NXT does business. I think WWE needs to kind of take a page out of that if you're going to have, like, you know, matches, at least make them important, not like this. No one gives a flying fuck about this match, to be honest. We we haven't commentated on it yet. And and also the crowd have just been charting and doing stuff in the, by themselves, I suppose. Um, have we missed anything in the match? No. 
No, rain started it, didn't he? And then that cheap shot we talked about, and then since then it's been all my hall. And it's like, this is what's going to help Roman Reigns being beaten up and showing that he can make a comeback and stuff. Like I say, people don't care about guys doing power moves now like Bobby Lashley. They want to see something else. They haven't talked about Reigns' heritage and done enough about that because when you realise he was born in the wrestling business and stuff, you do earn a bit of respect. I'm not saying he's going to be the rock, but they they tried it with the rock. It didn't work out, but there's, there's definitely other ways they can do it. Even if it's association with the Usos or something like that, I think would work out well. But the question that I think someone like Seth Rollins is would be a better option to see against Brock Lesnar than it would be Roman Reigns. I think the same could be said. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens again are better options against a Brock Lesnar and be more exciting than seeing Roman Reigns versus Lesnar for the fifth time. I'm not having to go at Roman Reigns. I'm having to go the way the, the way WWE are. You know, they, they give us stuff like SmackDown, AJ Styles at this moment, WWE Champion, that's great. And then... The other things, you know, with Lesnar and what they do with Roman Reigns. But it's difficult, isn't it? Because they do, they do stuff well, and then they just get it wrong. So where did it all go wrong for Roman Reigns? That, I think, is an excellent question. I feel the fans were already against him from, from an early going, even with S.H.I.E.L.D., because they thought that, oh, he's the guy that's going to be the kind of you know what I mean? They're going to push him as a star. I don't really think on my push, if I can remember. I thought he's weird. He won the title at Survivor Series and not a WrestleMania, but then he lost it to Sheamus, I think, afterwards. So that didn't really matter. But I mean, even then, the fans weren't truly against him, were they? Um, I think the worst idea to, to beat the Untaker at WrestleMania like he did last year, after that, there's been no love for him. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, so I think maybe it's just this past couple of years. If Reigns had beaten Lesnar at WrestleMania 31 clean, like they were scheduled to, maybe Reigns would have more respect now. But instead, like we say, it was Rollins cashing, wasn't it? So I don't know, but with Reigns, it's going to be difficult. So should they turn Reigns heel? Yes. Yes, they should. Because the, <laughs> the, the ironic thing is the biggest cheer they'll get from the crowd for Reigns when he does that, you know. They didn't. But the, the thing is, him saying now, oh, he's uh, already heel. Mexican wave! Everybody's Mexican wave! The crowd is a lot more exciting than this match. <laughs> and again, we still haven't called anything. It's just been a bit of back and forth. Roman's just had a bit of offence, punching Mahal in the corner until James noticed the Mexican wave. <laughs> and then Mahal come out of the corner with a knee, got a near two count, and Reigns managed to kick out. Ah... Uh... Yeah, so, I mean, that's the interesting thing, isn't it? It's like, <coughs> what's next for him after this as well? It's like, oh, dear. But, yeah, the turn him heel, uh, do it that way. Yes, they, they say about the kids and the merchandise, but every, the raw crowd we go to, this crowd in Chicago, most of the pay-per-view crowds, most of the people that are buying the merchandise are not buying stuff anyway. So, maybe they're just worried about that with the kids. But with the kids, they've got so many different idols that they like it for their own different ways. It's like, you know, for the smaller guys, they like them because they're underdogs. For me, I like them because they're tight, ripped and Randy Orton. When you see a kid at Raw or SmackDown, they're not wearing Roman Reigns stuff. I can 
rarely feel the support is coming from. Whereas people, maybe they're just secret buyers. Like, you buy a Roman Reigns t-shirt <laughs> on the internet. Why you know. would I buy a Roman Reigns... <laughs> <laughs> well, Roman Reigns just locked his Superman punch and there was two guys in the crowd kind of jacking off their wrists <laughs> in a mocking uh, of Reigns, which kind of took... Took a comedic action there. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Well, Jinder blocked the um, Superman's hit. A front stabber going for the cover. Rain somehow managed to kick out. Uh, and Jinder Mahal is bleeding. And that's a bad wrestler as well. I'm not having a go at Jinder Mahal, but I'm saying when you hurt yourself, even if it's unintentionally, it always means that you're not doing it right. You look at the real wrestlers. I say real wrestlers. Someone like Bret Hart would be a perfect example to look at. He never hurt someone. The way he, he treated the other wrestlers, there was never a problem. Even if it was shit with Shawn Michaels, he injured in a match against Bret. No. Uh-oh, this could be it. Kalas. No, Reigns backing Mahal up into the corner. Throws him down. Superman punch. One, two... Oh, but Mahal managing to kick out. Uh, Do you know what? What? Randy Orton coming out. Oh, Karen and both. Just standing over. Hands raised. Just like, yeah. Why don't we do that Roman Reigns? We, we have him as the guy that comes out just spears people. Just the, the one-man yeah. shield. Yeah, exactly. Just come out. Just be like, I'm not like what you're saying. Spear you out. Fuck off. Don't have long 15-minute matches. Keep it down to a couple of minutes each time. Well, Goldberg him. Yeah, got Goldberg in, but not in matches, just in, in segments. You know, Corbin talking too long, or Miz is talking too long, spear, done. Instead of 25-minute long WrestleMania matches against Triple H. Just saying. And Reigns now <coughs> going to ooh-ah. Uh, yeah, you took the right out of my mouth. But he walked into a boot from Mahal, throws him into the corner. Jinder's had him scouted well. No, oh, no, no, Michael, no. You've got to be impressed with Jinder Mahal. You have to be. <laughs> yeah. No. No. All right, okay, you no long, You can't subscribe to the network then. <clears throat> We're going to cut your feed right now. Yes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I love Roman Reigns. Your network subscription has been revoked. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. You have to be Roman Reigns' biggest fan. I have no idea what they're chanting, but it's definitely L-O-D. not for the match. Who? L.O.D. Probably fucking everybody. Oh, it might be LADR in Chicago. Drive by on Jinder. You got him that time. Thank you, coach. <coughs> Uh-oh. Samir tried it again, throwing him into the ring post. But Reigns blocked it. Come on, you want to hit a man with a neck brace? Well, he's been caught by the referee. Sent him over his wheelchair. Superman. Paul, who was perched through the ropes. Still don't like him. But he's smirking. No, James isn't smirking. He's just got a grin on his face. And Sunil gets speared. Sunil sends him into the ring post. Mahal going to roll up Reigns, but Reigns gets a shot off at two. Two. There you go. Bang, spear. Come on, one, two. Thank fuck. Wow. Wow, it is over. And the fans really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> but did you, Dan, what did you think of the match? Boring. I was more interested in what was going on in the crowd. I think for Roman Reigns, someone who's trying to be the guy, it went on for far too long. 
you know, he was he was taken to school by uh, Mahal. I I completely agree with everything you just said. I think it's a real misfire here to put him in Chicago, a hostile crowd, put him in a 15-minute match against Jinder Mahal. Because that means that it's not even... You know, Jinder hasn't got that ability. Reigns probably hasn't got that ability to pull out a good match with Jinder Mahal. It's just basic. And uh, it's pretty bad, but at least... Well, hopefully the feud will be over now. So we'll find out what Roman Reigns has in store for himself at Extreme Rules and SummerSlam. I'm sure will be top of the uh, list of people to sort out. But the thing is, I think whether you like it or not, Roman Reigns is in time. To have this amount of time on the pay-per-view to showcase him there. For, you know, John Cena ain't about anymore. So it is Roman Reigns. So that's all I have to say about that. And they're showing us earlier what happened early in the cards, which Lashley beaten Zayn. The second worst match of the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just that is a positive that has come out of the uh, Roman Reigns match. So you know, it, that was a good match. Yeah, that's not a good match. Why are they showing us still? What's up with this? Showing us highlights as if you haven't been watching the fucking <laughs> yeah. pay per view. It's fucking four hours long. All yeah, right. Well, most people I know, they they go to pay per view, they skip the decent matches and just watch the <laughs> shit ones. Well, anyway, now up next shouldn't be a shit match because no one is ready for Oscar, not even Carmella, with the women's title on the line. And let's have a look at the promo. <laughs> Done over here to the blue brand. Carmella faces the most dominant woman WWE has ever seen, Asuka. And it is for the blue brand gold. Is it time for the Empress to reign? Or will Carmella moonwalk out of Chi-Town with her prized possession? Carmella is cashing in her money in the bank contract. Yes! Carmella with the kick! Charlotte Flair. 
the same Charlotte Flair that I defeated not once, but twice. So that makes me twice as good as Asuka. Asuka was undefeated, but now she's just defeated. The age of Asuka is over. Money in the Bank, I am gonna moonwalk all over Asuka and I'm gonna continue to prove that Mella is money. If you are not scared of me, you shoot me. Oh, Asuka, oh, oh, there it is. Oh no, the Empress with the Asuka lock. Carmella's tapping. Carmella has tapped to Asuka. If that happens Sunday, Asuka will beat Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. One of the most awe-inspiring entrances. The most charismatic superstar in WWE. But James, this entrance means nothing unless you are sat front row <laughs> and the corner should take her mask off oh. is right in front of you. Of you. Ye. Unbelievable. That was over a year ago now. Crazy to think. But Oscar is out here. And Dan, what did you think of the build-up to this match? Well, I hate to keep bringing it up, but this actually started in London at the Royal Melebration, where we was sat entrance ramp side, front row seats, of course. <laughs> <coughs> not that, not that we, we bring it up that much. But Carmella was doing her uh, Melebration, as I said, and out comes Paige, and she said, well... You're going to have a match at Money in the Bank. And Carmella said, no, I'm not. Well, Paige said, yes, you are. <laughs> and it's going to be against this woman here, Oscar. Yeah. And during the, you know, the next few weeks, Carmella was trying to take Oscar. Um, <laughs> hitting her with the kick, saying she's going to moonwalk all over Oscar at Money in the Bank. And saying, look, I've beaten Charlotte not once, not twice. That means I am twice the woman that Oscar is. And Oscar, she used to be undefeated, and now she is just defeated. Yeah, and I mean, this is the thing that's upsetting about it, is that Oscar has lost the undefeated streak, and since then has not really come back. She came back to us, to me, in, in England, and that's what's important, because Oscar is, I would say, my favourite wrestler. Now, when people ask me, who's your favourite wrestler? I go, Oscar. Half of them go, who? And the other half go, why? And it's because I, she comes out, I've got a smile on her face because I love the way she wrestles. Her matches are always exciting. And I did love the streak being a part of it. But she's so dangerous. We talk about Sasha Banks wrestling like a man. Oscar has just got it, you know. And he's even a bigger star, dare I say it, than Nakamura. All right, I don't want to start an argument about that, but on the main roster, Oscar, on the main roster, Oscar is awesome. Well, James, without further ado, because Oscar matches don't normally last that long, so who have you gone for in your predictions? In 633 days that Oscar has been in the WWE, I have never once gone against her. So tonight I have gone Oscar to win. Well, James... They say that nobody is ready for Oscar. And I think Carmella is not ready for Oscar. Oh, 
Moore, you've gone Oscar as well. Well, I've talked about why why have you gone Oscar in this match? Because, you know, her not beating Charlotte, yeah, that's one thing. And, you know, if any woman on earth, I think Charlotte is one of them to beat Oscar. Yeah. Not the way they did it, but... No. <laughs> but, you know, in, in ways of getting a title, Carmella cashed in against Charlotte, beat her in Charlotte's rematch. Oscar's going to beat Carmella to kind of, not so much as even the odds, but, you know, to try and get a bit of redemption back for herself. I mean, if Oscar, if, if it took Oscar like over 500 days to a first loss, so how long is it going to take again to lose? And especially against someone like Carmella, I, I think it would hurt Oscar if she was to lose again. And then it's kind of like, all oh, the hype's over. But maybe that could be a story that they could look into if it doesn't work out. But I want Oscar to be dominant and build her up again as a kind of what we saw as a women's champion that doesn't care, knocking Carmella aside. Because at the moment, Carmella's too cocky for her own good. Well, she's been quite cocky, moonwalking in the ring. Oscar, with a couple of spinning back fists, Carmella ducking away and getting to the ropes, saying, look, can you please back her up? And Carmella's just playing to the crowd, kind of basically uh, prolonging... The inevitable. Yes. Well, the thing is, Oscar needs to beat Carmella. I'm not saying that she can't, but that's the fact here. With Carmella, she's got this qualification or count out, get the easy way. Because I think once Oscar gets hold of you, oh my God. Oscar's <laughs> gonna kill you. Well, Carmella just slapped Oscar across the face. Did, has she not seen any of the videos or any Oscar enjoying it? Both women running the ropes, butt bump from Oscar. Carmella sent into the corner. No. Oh, there you go. So I think what would have made sense <clears throat> if I was booking this to have had Charlotte win the Money in the Bank ladder match, Oscar to win this match, and then Charlotte to say, look, I can beat you, so I'm not going to cash in behind your back. I'm going to cash into your face and Oscar successfully defending the title. Yeah, actually, that's fucking oh. brilliant. That is good. Vince McDonald. And that's why Charlotte could say literally in the promos, like, this briefcase is the title. I know I can beat you, so I'm just going to keep hold of it when I want to do it. I'll be doing it on my terms because I'm a flair. Woo! Oscar there sends Carmella off the apron. Carmella fucking around a bit too much. Gets caught with the uh, hip attack sent off. And now she wants a championship, and that is her best way of winning this. But even that will be an Oscar victory, let me tell you, as Oscar's on the apron. Pow! <laughs> Knee right to the face. And Carmella certainly wasn't ready for that. Yes. The winner of the Women's Royal Rumble match, the first ever, just knocked the lights out of the winner of ever, so the first got... ever Money in the Bank Women's match. I was just about to say that, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> And now Oscar's going to bring Carmella in the hard way. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Mella blocks it. Oh! Here's one for you. Would Carmella have been better with Ellsworth by her side? I don't know about that. <clears throat> and actually, no. On a different note, what do you think? All right, we'll do that in a minute. Carmella just sends Oscar into the ring post, and now she's in control. Uh, I don't mind Carmella. I think out of all the three of them in NXT, when it was her uh, end zone big cast, I think she had kind of a lot of potential. She wanted to learn. And uh, you can see that she's still fresh. She came at the same time as Alexa Bliss. They were learning at the same time. And not everybody can be like Alexa Bliss of picking it up so quickly. Carmella has taken her time, but it's still good to see that she's get given a chance here. Can she prove she belongs with... Oscar and Charlotte, I think she's got more of a chance than, say, Alana would. 
So uh, if she backs it up and she beat Charlotte twice and she beat Oscar, then storyline-wise and respect-wise, I think people start liking her. <clears throat> As for me, I want to see a little bit more. I know she's got personality, but I want to see a couple of more things that she can do in the ring. Is she going to get caught with the Oscar? Do you think she's too Alexa Bliss? Like, you know, with the heelish prime promos, the heelish side, you know. And something, you know, kind of braggy. Fucking hell. Shying away from things, saying, like, I'm going to take my title and go. You know, it's kind of what has been going on, really. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And I think that's what WWE does sometimes, and they forget. They book the same thing for all as they do SmackDown. So, you know, on Raw, you'll have the, like, say, Alexa Bliss-type heel champion, and then Carmella will do the exact same promo the, the next day so this is the problem you've got to be it's got to be careful with is that you you don't you you have different characters and as we saw like in ember moon naomi and women's money in the bank they are different i can't believe something we saw there just now was oscar came back and carmella beat her in a in a striking battle with a super kick knocking her down go on. and another point is the women's champions that have been of quite of late i.e. Alexa Bliss, you've got Carmella. Has it been a typical Vince McMahon move by having the beautiful blondes representing the company? I think there might be a part of that. I think if you look at the the women on the roster, I think as I, there's not that many blondes, I don't think, even though I did joke about it earlier. So I hope it's not a kind of With Bliss, she's got talent, you know. The same with Charlotte. And I think even Carmella. I mean, Carmella at this moment is dominating this match. She's got Oscar up on a second rope. Tried the head scissors. Oscar blocked it. But then Carmella pushed Oscar off. And now Carmella going for the Carmella kick. Oscar catches it. Now you'll be in trouble. And oh, look at that. she got a heel hook locked in. Grapevine, but Carmella quite close to the ropes. <clears throat> That's going to stop her kicking. Well, her boyfriend tapped out with that same move earlier tonight. And Oscar needed to catch the there, but the transition just from the catching of the kick to the submission is how dangerous Oscar is. And Carmella getting in Oscar's face. This is not a great idea. Well, Oscar shoving Carmella. <laughs> giving her a variation of a GTS. Running drop kick. And Oscar's getting fired up. And now the Oscar kicks. Oh, three kicks. Well, Carmella caught the fourth one. Swing of a wild right. Vasco catches her German suplex. Send her halfway across the ring. Bang. Oh. Butt bump takes her down. One, two. Oh. Oh. I did, out. Uh, I thought we had a new champion then. And Oscar. It's not really been out of, I say, third gear in this match yet. She can turn it off if she wants to. Maybe she doesn't need to. And now damaging the arm, softening it up to try and go to the Oscar lock. But Carmella realised this. Goes to the ropes. But now Oscar tearing off. Couple of palm strikes. Kick to the gut. Oh, Oscar looking for a dive. But Carmella ducking her. Sending her crashing to the outside onto them wafer-thin mats. Has Carmella had her lips done? Yeah, Carmella looks a bit weird there, doesn't she? But Oscar landed outside on those protective mats and Dan. How thin are those? They are wafer thin. They're mere millimetres thick. But Oscar has recovered quicker than Carmella. Oh, I say that, but it looks like Carmella was just playing possum. Hello, possums. Oh, Carmella kicks Oscar off. And she hasn't entered the ring yet. And the referee's still counting. 
And here comes Carmella. Fucking hell. Suicide dive taking Oscar. Maybe she smells bad. Maybe she thinks <laughs> and believes that she can actually beat Oscar. Well, she's got the confidence. Go for the cover. One, two. Oh. Oscar managing to kick out. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't want to point this out to Carmella, but she did submit at WrestleMania. She ain't been pinned yet. So I don't know maybe if that's the way to go. I know you got to lose the first time, but maybe submission would be best if that's a weakness. Maybe target the leg and now Carmella having a bit of a... And what's Carmella got planned now? Super kick. Oscar dodges it. Oh, spinning back elbow from Oscar. Goes for the German, but Carmella tries to go for the pin. Oscar sits down there. Gets a one count. Oh, <laughs> kick to the face. That's it, Oscar. And there's, there's someone up the apron and Oscar looking at him. Is that the real Oscar? Oh, it's an Oscar mask. It might be her mum. Carmella's a bit shocked. And Oscar's taking her eyes off the ball at the moment. They're just staring at Oscar. CM Punk chance. Yeah, that'd be something, wouldn't it? GTS with the mask on. Oh, Carmella with a roll-up. Oh, kicked out. Oscar pop-up knee. And a person still on the apron. Kari Sane. Oh, Oscar's got Carmella down. Oh! James Ellsworth! (laughs) (laughs) No, he's back! How did you know? Did you hear something, Dan? Ellsworth is here! Oh! Two, three. Holy shit. And the Mella kick takes out Oscar. The first time Oscar's ever been pinned. Thanks to James fucking Ellsworth. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing is believing. The man that won the money bank for Carmella has now helped to beat Oscar. She's beaten Charlotte and Oscar. Ellsworth is back. (laughs) What do you make of that? <laughs> oh my god! Hang on god. a minute. Hang on. I, I need. I'm going to need an hour or two to get over this. <laughs> Fair fucking play and well done as well. Yeah, I know. I mean, Ellsworth, that chinless wonder, winks at Oscar, and Oscar can't believe it. But it's too little, too late. Well, I never thought. I would see Carmella pinning Oscar in the WWE, and yet that is what we—that's what we just witnessed. Ellsworth is back. Ellsworth beats Oscar. Um, wow, wow. Um, hey, let me look at my notes. I didn't have anything like this written down. Um, I mean, the match itself weren't bad, to be fair. I mean, it's quite good back and forth. Carmella had a little bit more uh, fight. If she was going to win, then I would have liked. I would like to see Oscar a bit more dominating. The Ellsworth thing took a bit too long for me to happen. You know, the pin, the roll-up pin should have been it. You shouldn't have needed a kick afterwards, you know. Uh, but they they did that, and, um, yeah, very, very surprising. That certainly was surprising. It was it was actually quite a good surprise, though, seeing Ellsworth back and the way that they got the victory as well. I think it would have been... I don't know, it was... I think it could have been played a bit better. But again, you know, it wasn't it was a lot better than the match before, let's yeah. put it that way. 
Yeah, well, without a doubt, without a doubt. Even though the crowd might, like, might not have liked it. But that does mean afterwards... I don't know if I said it's a Roman reigns Jinder Hall match, but even if I didn't, we'd, after the Reigns match, we both get a point, and it's 5-4. Well, after the Oscar Carmella match, it stays 5-4 apiece to you, Dan, with only three matches left. So I don't know which way it's going to go. Up next, it is the WWE title on the line. It is AJ Styles versus Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. And let's have a look at the promo. Match, the phenomenal one and the king of strong style. Tonight we find out who is truly at the top of their game. No stone will be left unturned as the last man standing match. Rules don't apply, but low blows do. I feel like we've been at this war with each other forever. Played your dirty little games. You've drove me to the edge. You hide behind your low blows and pretend you can't speak the English language. Sorry, no speak English. And now I think I understand why. Because you know straight up, you can't beat me. Set to defend his WWE title against Shinsuke Nakamura in a no disqualification match. First man to get pinfall or submission is champion. Oh, God! They have to answer the officials' count here. Neither man's been able to try and get to their feet, and the officials making the decision. Shinsuke didn't lose to AJ Styles tonight. Commissioner Shane McMahon announced their championship rematch to take place at Money in the Bank. The winner of tonight's matchup will pick the stipulation. Now Styles, oh! Styles stopped himself right before the referee. What the? Nakamura from behind. Can you please sign the contract? This pen is broken. Is that the game you're gonna play? Sign it! Tired of these games. You know what? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm fine. Oh! What the hell are you doing, AJ? I got games. I got games. Let's play. Last man standing. The only way to win a last man standing match is to incapacitate your opponent for the count of 10. You know what? I don't care what the stipulation is. I'm walking out as WWE Champion. Oh, wait a minute! Styles not gonna win any longer. Brings the fight directly to Shinsuke Nakamura.
Well, my God, what a build-up this has been. I never thought in my life when Nakamura won the Royal Rumble in January, he would still be involved in a top... Well, still be involved as a challenger in a title picture come June. Unsuccessful attempt after unsuccessful attempt. I don't care if it's a draw. It's gone on too long now. Backlash, greatest Royal Rumble, uh, Money in the Bank, WrestleMania. We've seen him wrestle on SmackDown when we were there. You know, this is surely... Don't call me Shirley. ...has to be the end of this feud. But it is going to be last man standing. And I think we've talked all we can about Nakamura and AJ Styles really with the feud. It can't go anywhere else, really, can it? It has to end tonight. It's been okay, not great. I don't think we've seen a five-star match. Well, you know, I understand winning the Rumble. So we're going to have no more kick-outs. Oh. We're going to have a lot of teens. (laughs) (laughs) Referee's counting, he's up to (laughs) ten. So, yeah, I mean, you were saying? Yes, I was saying, I I understand winning the Royal Rumble gives you one main event shot. (laughs) But, you know, you count it, he's had two against Jinder Mahal. Last year. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not from winning the Royal Rumble, of course. Then he went on to win the Rumble, and he's had... Is this his third attempt at AJ Styles? Fourth. Fourth attempt at AJ Styles. Yeah, it's just too much, you know, and they've not told, like I say, a great story. I mean, why have the Royal Rumble if you're not going to win at WrestleMania? You did that to Nasca, and they've both not won titles yet in WWE. Why are you treating them like this for? I don't understand. Will it be Nakamura's chance tonight, though? Well, I'm, you know, you're... you're Saying that about two of the probably hottest prospects in NXT. Yep. 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 But AJ Styles, a man that does deserve to be called champ. Yes. So, as far as predictions go, we've talked about the feud. But who do you, is this one going to go to a, a rubber match? A rubber match. I don't know, Dan. You tell me. Who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for... New champion. No! Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. Oh, my God. Well, we haven't seen a title change tonight. And during my predictions, I've, I've gone for more than one. Yeah. So, you know, we haven't seen a title change yet. So, I think the time is up. It's time is now. <laughs> Fair play to you. I have gone for two things first. I should say that. Last year, we had Money in the Bank cashing cards. So when you win, or when you when a Money in the Bank winner happens, no matter if you pick it or not, you get an opportunity, say, when they're going to cash it in. So what are you saying? Are you saying something? I am. And believe it or not, the men's Money in the Bank has not happened yet. So this is pointless. <laughs> <laughs> the Money in the Bank, I thought was going to start no, the on, show. Come out of it. Come on. Come right. out of it. So I've gone winner, AJ Styles, Joe Cashin. So I, I take it you've gone for Joe <laughs> to win the men's Money in the Bank match. I have gone for Samoa Joe to win the Money in the Bank match. Well, that was a very bold call, but your cashing card, James. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well rip it up. Well, you still get a couple of opportunities, and I've still got one left. You've though. still got the women's cashing, and I've still got the men's and women's exactly. cashing. So bonus points for that. So I'll probably call when. Uh, the women's one happens. Cause I'm, I'm really good with stuff like that. Uh, but it is going to be the WWE Championship on the line. It's AJ Styles versus Nakamura. Last 
man standing. I mean, keys to victory for this. Your man Nakamura have to do if he wants to leave here with not only the WWE Championship, but a point for you in predictions. No, Nakamura, um, he has to pull it out. He has to have the match of his WWE career. We've seen him have great matches in NXT. Only to give this match time, they could have cut the Roman Reigns match five or ten minutes short, or 15 minutes short, the whole length of it short. Yeah. And given these two guys, because I think given the time, given the opportunity, they can pull out a six-star match. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. And that's what I'm hoping for here, that they take off all the constraints and really go for it. Uh, interesting note, though, if this match is happening now, it means we've got two matches after, which is the men's money in the bank match and Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. So which one of them would be main event? It would be interesting as we start hearing AJ Nakamura know each other so well now that it's going to be difficult. There's going to be a lot of counters in this match. Who wore it better? Hill Styles or Hill Nakamura? I think Hill Nakamura's got potential to be uh, potentially better than Hill AJ. I think AJ Styles works as a kind of baby face, like you were talking about earlier, the Daniel Bryan type. Kind of, we want to see him hit those fucking moves that he, you know what I mean, out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, but hit those moves off the top, you know, the 450s and the shooting stars and stuff like this. And as a heel, you, you don't really do that because you, you don't really want to give the game away that way. I think Benakamore's attitude and the way he has, I think it's a character that could work really well. And I think AJ's a little bit better in WWE. AJ is a much better face than Nakamura because the fans really get AJ and it's been a long time since they've really got someone. And you, you would say the first day AJ walked into WWE, the fans loved him, you know, and they weren't... I remember it like it was yesterday, the 2016 Royal Rumble, entrant number three, mm-hmm. and they showed the fucking camera on Roman fucking Reigns. <laughs> I mean, you know, you had I Am Phenomenal. Everyone would have known who it was. I would have fucking screamed. I would have cried. I would have phoned my mum and told her, Mum, it's fucking happened. <laughs> but no, we have to stare at the man they've been throwing down our fucking faces. Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not pissed you're off. You're not about pissed off, mate. No, you're over it. It's only two years. Uh, so, AJ. And like I said, since that moment, AJ was uh, put in a position, a quite high up position. I didn't have to go through NXT. But. Everybody kind of knew who he was anyway. He's one of the guys that made a real name for himself on the independent scene. A bit like Nakamura. You know, we know how great Nakamura was in Japan, but it is a step up, and AJ's taken it like a duck to water. And he's just hit a phenomenal forearm to Nakamura on the outside. Up all so far. Nakamura tried to get out of harm's way. And now referee's starting to count up to five, getting to his feet. And AJ, I think, wants to end his Nakamura now as well. Throws him into barricade. Anyway, AJ just got suplexed by Nakamura on the steel ramp. Nakamura's up. He's leaving the ref to count. I don't think he's going to keep Styles down. And no, Styles is uh, stirring. Well, Nakamura should be on AJ Styles. That crazy offense that we've seen. And now Nakamura's got AJ across the apron. Oh, running knee to the side of Styles' head. And he's not finished, and he's got the stairs there as well. Oh. Trying to stomp to the back of Styles' head, uh, using the stairs to kind of elevate him. Oh, and AJ in serious trouble now. 
trouble. Nakamura back to his feet. And AJ would get up, but Nakamura seems to be happy at this moment in time. Sends him back in a ring. Of course, anything is legal here. Now Nakamura honing in on AJ, who's in the corner. And there's dueling Nakamura, AJ Styles' chance. Not as loud as I would like, but still, we're in the early goings of this match. Snapmare takedown, knee to the face. He is just toying with Styles. I don't think he wants to toy with him, though, because all this time is giving AJ time to recover. He needs to keep on it, keep on the pulse, keep on that flurry of offence. He is the king of strong style for a reason, and he needs to utilise that. Yeah, and this is the thing. We haven't really seen Nakamura take it up the level that he has in NXT, where we can with his offence. He's more slow. He seems to become, I don't know if it's cocky in a good way. He kicks AJ down. But if I was Nakamura at the moment, I'll be on AJ hitting those knees. They're one of, you know, one of the most dangerous moves in fucking WWE, those Nakamura knees. <coughs> but I was saying Oscar, I feel, is more of a, a star than Nakamura is right now. In my eyes, Nakamura's going to lose this, and I don't know what they do with him then. They can't have him in a WWE title match after this. And he's got Styles in the corner, <coughs> choking him out. He's going to have some good vibrations. They're bad vibrations now. Oh. But AJ's caught the foot, kind of shook him up a little bit. Yeah, he's kind of made his way to a vertical base. Going back with some big rights, but Nakamura with them dangerous knees. Oh. AJ Styles ducks a kick, but gets caught with that spinning heel. Well, if the first one won't catch it, the second will. Looks like it's busted the lip of AJ. No, he's, he's got internal bleeding, James. <laughs> well, AJ's up before six. Not right now, I'm busy. And Nakamura picking AJ up on that top rope. We've seen him do it before. Situation. Situation. We've seen him do it before. No, he's got him perched in the corner. Nakamura, oh, pow. All Nakamura in the early going. AJ to the outside. Oh, Nakamura's changing up a bit. He's got Styles draped over the steel stairs, foot in the throat, and having some more bad vibrations. Look at that chubba. Oh, and now AJ Styles gets eliminated from the barricade wall rubble. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a unit. Look at that. Look. Oh, oh, my God. Oof. She's got more necks. She's got more chins than... Uh, than She's got more chins than Nakamura's phone book. Hey, very nice. Very rubbery. Very rubbery. And now Nakamura going to go in with the people going after AJ. And that guy, I can't believe how happy he is. That's a cool t-shirt, though, isn't it? Why do we never get cool t-shirts like that? Chicago money in the bank. You we don't get pay-per-views. I know. And AJ, I've got others old anger issues, I know I have. Who do you think you are? Paul Strowman. Right, stop looking at the fans. And AJ fighting back for the first time. Oh, she nearly dropped her phone. <laughs> In a long while. <laughs> oh, I'd love it if you was here. be like, AJ, you the man! <laughs> you the man, AJ! Nakamura, you the man! You the man! Aubrey. Oh, my hum. <laughs> you're, 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 you're aroused. There's two things I like about her. Is it that you can shag her neck fat? No, two teeth. AJ sends Nakamura back over the barricade, and now he's got a phenomenal forearm his way back in. Oh, oh but Nakamura was up to his feet, swept AJ's legs from underneath him. And just when it looks like AJ's going to get into this match, he gets cut by Nakamura. Nakamura sends him back in. And you can tell there's a real disdain for each other as Nakamura just 
kicking away at AJ, almost slapping him with his foot. And now AJ fighting back with the punches. And the chops anything to get into this match. Uh-oh. Oh, the neck exploder. Well, Nakamura tried to explode. AJ landed his feet, then hit the enziguri. Lovely rocking Nakamura. Could this be AJ's time to get back into it? Oh, comes running in. Nakamura lifts a foot. AJ's offense didn't last that long, but oh. as I say that, he catches Nakamura, who's jumping off the second rope with a drop kick straight to the midsection. And now both men are down. Now, one of the great things about Nakamura we talked about is his strong style. One of the great things about AJ Styles is the kind of unpredictability of what he can do in the ring. And like you see there with Nakamura looking to be on top, AJ just pulls a perfect drop kick out. And now we're on equal foot as both men get to their feet. Great combination by AJ. Close lines Nakamura down, but he needs to keep on it. I know he's taken a beating throughout majority of this match, but... And he's to try and keep on Nakamura. It's going to take a lot to keep him down. We know how tough Nakamura is as AJ picks him up, but Shinsuke rolls from behind. Oh, then Nakamura face first into the mat. Now both men, both men getting to the feet. Oh, oh. Styles looking for the Styles clash. Nakamura <laughs> looking for the Nakamura nut knocker. But AJ had it scouted, pushed back. And Nakamura's on his knee. He's going, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Oh, AJ tries to kick. Oh, my God. Nakamura blocked it. Looked like he was going for the exploder. Styles hit the Pele kick. And now AJ going for the forearm. Nakamura dodges. Hit a big boot. Inverted exploder. Hits it this time. James, what's coming next? Well, I'll tell you what's coming next, Dan. It is the... Come on. It is the... Kinshasa! Oh! Oh, Styles counters it with a forearm to the face. It wasn't quite phenomenal, but it was good. It was enough to get Nakamura down. And these two men really laying it in. You can see the scars of war. Scars of battle. Battle scars. Battle scars. They can see the battle scars. The battle scar galactica. And <laughs> now AJ's got Nakamura up. Oh! I would have pleased the CM Punk fans. An inverted net breaker there. Well, Nakamura down. I don't think he's going to get back up again. Well, you're never going to keep him down. You're never going to keep him up. You're never going to run around him. Well, he's up to ten. No, sorry, six. You're never going to make him cry. You're never going to say goodbye. Never going never to hurt him. He's no stranger to love. AJ running in. Nakamura puts him on the apron. Rocks in with the forearm. Oh, looking for a phenomenal one, but Nakamura had it scouted again with a kick. Well, that's twice he's had him caught with a phenomenal forearm. But wisely, Styles rolls out of the ring onto his feet. So did Nakamura as well. Unfortunately for AJ. And now Nakamura, what's he got planned for Styles? Straight into Barry Cade. And he's still not finished. He's smirking, Dan. No, James hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just got a grin on his face. It looks like he's going to try and suplex Styles through the announce table, but he just hangs him up on Barricade instead. Oh, my God. Think of the water. The bu- There's a soft T-shirt in the crowd. Oh, yeah. Only more ones would wear them to live events. Well, the Germans might be in trouble. Nakamura's going to bring AJ in the hard way. Oh, well, he lands on the announce table. Doesn't quite go through it. Well, those uh, announce tables have been reinforced. 
And now Nakamura's doing a dance down the announce table desks. Well, he's rearranging the furniture. Oh, he's got an idea. Nakamura going on top of one announce table. AJ is at the other end. Well, he's got a crazy look in his eye. Bang! Oh! King Shasha across the announce table. But the back of Nakamura hit the edge of the announce table as he bounced off. But I think that might be job done. Well, referee's up to six and AJ's not even moved yet. Now, finally, stirring at eight. But like he did that with the ring, he just gets off the announce table. Somehow manages to land on his feet. Now, Nakamura kicking away. We might have a new WWE champion here, Dan. You might get this pay-per-view done and dusted. Well, James, I am of predictions. You are. <laughs> you think you are. All right. I'm in touching distance. But this will change everything. You know I've gone for money in the bank. Who have we gone for the women's title is another question. But now Nakamura looking for some instruments. Oh, my God, Shinzuki. Get the fucking tables. Well, if... Nakamura's got wood. Well, three and outs tables weren't enough on the outside. He has to bring the table in. And AJ is out on his feet. Those ropes are keeping him up at the moment. I think that table's going to get him down, though. Nakamura sent it up slowly. Oh, well, Nakamura kicked AJ. It looked like he landed face first. Well, that announce table leg. No, it was just a table. No announcing. Oh, yeah, that table leg. Nakamura's having a bit of difficulty with a table. It's not as easy as it looks. But the table is set up. We can confirm that. <clears throat> yes, it is indeed. Devon, well, you know, you, you say that he had an easy job. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was that easy. <clears throat> and now Nakamura's got a plan for AJ Styles going to suplex him on the top turnbuckle oh my god well Nakamura might not survive uh, AJ Styles might not survive this he's got me a superplex Nakamura has been all over AJ Styles but Styles drops through his legs as he looking to powerbomb Nakamura through the table but Nakamura's holding on for dear life hold on Shinzuki Oh, and sends AJ face first into the table. And now the table's on its side. Oh, Nakamura hangs Styles up on the hard part of the table. And now Nakamura's got the table again. He's going to set it up in the corner. Well, he might have more luck doing it that way. But like you said, all Nakamura at this time. And AJ's in serious trouble now. Oh, throws Styles with some venom through the table. If this was a table match, James, Nakamura would be the new champion. And he got to choose the stipulation. Exactly. He could have chose, but he chose last man, sta chose last man standing. That means that's his forte in this. You know, if this is definitely his choice. But he, seems to, he seems to have the upper hand right now against AJ Styles. And you see that's coming into play, that game plan. And let's not forget, he did beat AJ Styles on SmackDown to pick the match but the referee's up to eight AJ's down nine oh my god and that nine style sprung to his feet much to the surprise of Nakamura and Nakamura saying right you, you're tough and the way AJ went for that table made sure he broke it <laughs> and now Nakamura sending AJ into the exposed top turnbuckle but AJ blocking it with everything he's got responds with a back elbow you can see the shards of the table. And Nakamura trying to be sent into it, but he's blocking it as well. Right to the eye for Nakamura. 
Oh, and an axe kick to the back of Styles' head. Oh, my God. AJ being set up an axe post turnbuckle. Ooh. Oh, oh! Styles ducking out of the way. Nakamura knee first into that exposed buckle. That's got hurt. Well, if he's seriously injured the leg, it's been difficult hitting the Kinshasa in any form. And AJ on the apron. Kicking straight on that leg. Now both men looking each other in the eyes. Well, how's Nakamura going to get to his feet if he's only got one knee? Well, if... That is the question. And also, AJ Styles, the amount of punishment he's taken, he's struggling at this moment in time to take advantage of it. You can see the pain etched on Nakamura's face. And you can hear the crowd into it as well. Nakamura Styles chance. And AJ just kicking away. Referee saying, I'm going to count it, but AJ only attack. Well, one-legged man in a standing contest. Indeed it is, yeah. Oh, and Styles going to go for the calf crusher. Killer, what's it called? Calf crusher. Going for the calf crusher. He's got it in. He's got it sitched in deep. Nakamura's tapping, but it doesn't make no difference. And it wouldn't make a difference if he got to the ropes either. Just tearing and ripping at the calf, the knee, the ankle. A bit of revenge for the constant low blows. And Styles might have broken that leg. He's definitely got internal knee bleeding. And Nakamura stumbling to his feet, breaking the count. And for AJ, and AJ can just kick away. Now, this is the uh, the upstart that Styles needed. I mean, he's been on the receiving end for a majority of this match. And now it's his chance to kind of get some payback, get some revenge on Nakamura and try and put that announce table through. Yeah, I mean, you've shown a more serious side to AJ Styles in the Nakamura feud. Talk about his baby face, but he's got what it takes to get the job done. You know, Nakamura's kind of... He has indeed. And uh, we've seen ladders tonight. We've seen table... And now Styles has just brought a chair into this match. Yeah, and he's used it to wrap it round Nakamura's knee. And Nakamura backing off. AJ saying he's the man. Nakamura with a chair. Oh, fucking hell! That wasn't on his fucking shoulder. <laughs> AJ just hit Nakamura in the head with a chair. And chair shots are banned, where headshots are. Nakamura pleading. He doesn't want any more, and AJ's going to put him out of his misery. AJ went for the chair. Nakamura will blow. And well, what... it's what started this, and it's what could potentially end this as well, James. This is unbelievable. Referee counting, and Nakamura is going to win a double title like this. It's not fair. Referee, eight, nine. AJ used the announce table to get to his feet. Nakamura can't believe it. He's psyching himself up for a Kinshasa. <sighs> Nakamura puts AJ away. Surely. Don't call me Shirley, but it does look like he's going to finish him. So your man's going to win. Come on, AJ, get up. Referee's five. Now up to six. Seven, and AJ hasn't moved. Eight. Nine, and AJ again. Getting up, leaping to the announce table. It's basically holding them up, but it's a great way to escape it. Now he's down again. And Nakamura, I don't think now he's going to put the final nail in the coffin over at the Spanish announce table. Well, Nakamura picks up AJ on his shoulders, can't support the weight because of the bad knee, so he gets thrown off the announce table. And a phenomenal forearm there by AJ Styles off the announce table. 
onto Nakamura, putting him down, and now near the stairs. Oh, no, he's not going for the Styles Clash on the still stairs. Yeah, this is it. Come on, AJ. Oh, well, it wasn't on the still stairs, but it was from the still stairs onto them wafer thin mats. Just how thin are those mats? Hey, a wafer thin. Nakamura's face tells the story there. He's in shock by that. Now the referee's going to count Nakamura out. Come on. He's going to count 10. No. Nakamura grabbed the announce table, stopped the count. Your man's still in it. Now look at Nakamura smiling at AJ, telling him to come on. What a great visual that is. And AJ, oh my God. That was a punt to the Nakas Nakamura's. To Nakamura's Nakas, sorry, I got that reversed. And Nakamura might be down. I don't think AJ Styles has finished just yet. But it's a start with a low blow, end with a low blow for Nakamura. And now AJ Styles got one last thing to do. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he sent him through the table. And that's how you put an announce table through. Phenomenal forearm, inside out. From Nakamura through the announce table. And both men might be counted out here. AJ Styles up at eight. Nine. Yeah. No. <sighs> well, I know you might be losing your voice, Dan, but you've definitely just lost that there. And I got the point. We do go level. But my God. What a match that was between AJ Styles and Nakamura, especially that last kind of closing, what was it, 10, 5, five 10 minutes? It, it drew us all in. And honestly, I couldn't believe it when it just, Nakamura low blow, the Kinshasa, you thought, yeah, that was it, over and done with. And all of a sudden, AJ Styles pulls it out, not only with the phenomenal forearm off the announce table onto Nakamura, but the Styles clash off the stairs, and then to Finish it all. Nakamura still bringing it on. Still his cocky best. Bringing uh, Becker in on. AJ kicks a field goal with Nakamura's bollocks. And then finally, the phenomenal forearm out of the ring. Through the announce table on Nakamura. AJ Styles wins. It ends this feud now. I mean, problem is for Nakamura, he probably won't be in the main event scene for quite a while. But finally, they've delivered a quality match. On pay-per-view. Dan, Most definitely, yeah. I was enthralled from start to finish. I'm glad they gave it time. I'm, You know, I'm just glad they've learned from their mistakes, you know. It was it was the perfect match between these guys. And Nakamura, he's definitely playing the best heel he can. And, you know, it, it certainly come to fruition tonight. And as you say, yeah, I'm... I'm I, I hope they've rubber stamped this feud. It's you know it's the perfect way to end it. Yeah. And you know both these guys can go on to do better things. I mean AJ Styles and Nakamura are both going to have more great matches to come against each other and against other opponents. They both pull it out in the ring. I think Nakamura should try and concentrate on going for one of the middle titles, build himself up a bit of reputation, give him a bit of uh, legitimacy because he has had, I'd say about six or seven title opportunities yeah. in the past year, which is more than most people have in their career. Yeah, or Lesnar titles defences. Uh, I think it would be cool to see maybe Jeff Hardy Nakamura next for the US title. I think that would be good, as long as Nakamura is in the winning end of his next feud. I think that's important. With AJ Styles, 
You've got people like Samoa Joe. That's why I thought he was going to cash in. Because I want to see Joe Styles for the title. I think that would be a fantastic match. You've got all these other kind of quality people over on SmackDown. Daniel Bryan, you could have a great uh, WWE title match with. The Miz would still be a good a feud as well. So there's plenty of um, opportunities, but they really delivered. I'm, I'm really, really pleased with that, especially after the, the, the kind of couple of disappointments we've had tonight. There's been a couple of uh, surprises in a good way, I suppose. Yeah, I'd agree with that, yeah. But there's been some sorry. terrible surprises, but there's also been a few good surprises. Yeah. I mean, Carmella beat Oscar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who'd have thought that? Ellsworth's back. We're going to answer, answer a question now. Which will be the main event? Will it be Money in the Bank? Will it be Rousey versus Jax? I mean, either, each. I'm really hoping the Rousey-Jax match can deliver in ring. Will it Money in the Bank? You kind of think there's enough stunts. Plus, we don't know who the New Day member is yet, do we? So New Day? That's a question. What New Day member would you want? I would have to say Kofi. I would as well. I think we've seen him in a lot of matches before. What he if, can do. If we didn't have Joe and Strowman in the match, I would have said Big E for the for the big man. Yeah. But we've got two big men in it. Um, Woods, you know, he's. I, I think he's a great in-ring performer. Uh, but I think Kingston's probably got it a bit more than the other two in athleticism. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I think Kofi deserves a... a crack at the whip. But like I said, it'd be interesting to see what they do with Strowman in a ladder match as well because can he actually climb the ladder or will it be like Big Show and he like a kind of reinforced one? Uh, or it's going to be like I say, Rousey versus Jax. Ronda Rousey's first single match. Everything's going to be stripped away tonight. We're going to see if she can go or not. Oh! Well, it is Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. I am forced that cannot be stopped. Greatness is my destiny. Strong! This hybrid blend of power and agility. Confident like nothing you've seen before. Dominating. Look at the raw power. The irresistible force. The women's champion, Nia Jax. I believe it's an injustice. The spotlight has not been on her. Well, she's grabbing it now. Congratulations on your success at WrestleMania. True test for Rousey here tonight. This is it. Time to sharpen all our senses like a sword ready for war. You know we got this. Here comes Rousey. Call the cops. Ronda Rousey is unleashed. And Rousey rights and lefts. Backing Triple H into the corner. Rousey positioning. Look at the leverage. Oh, my God. I cannot say how impressed I am with the in-ring debut tonight on the Rowdy Ronda Rousey. I have a lot of challenges ahead of me, a lot of hard work and dedication that I need to put into this. But luckily, I have some great examples. Woo! <laughs> you can kind of woo, but uh, can you do this? Can you be Raw Women's Champion? I have a title defense at Money in the Bank, and uh, I'm challenging you. I accept your challenge. 
Nia made the challenge. Nia put her championship on the line at Money in the Bank. I don't think it's much of a mystery. Nia Jax is supremely confident. Do you want the truth, Ronda? The armbar? It doesn't really mean much to me. The truth is, I will make a name for myself. Great. Because I'm going to beat you yeah. at Money in the Bank. My destiny. I know I'm going to beat you. When it comes to who's better between the two of us, at the end of the day, you're just not ready. Not ready. I am Ronda Rousey! Rousey's in fight mode! The power of Ronda Rousey! A vicious assault by Rousey! And I was born ready! Uh-oh. Oh, no! Oh, and a headbutt by Nia! Nia Jax looks to send the message to Rousey. Oh, but look at Rousey! Rousey, go for the armbar! Nia's trying to block! The armbar, it doesn't really mean much to me. Nia's tapping! Nia just tapped to Rousey! I am Ronda Rousey! This changes everything! And I was born ready! Yeah, I mean, everything's going to be stripped away tonight. It's going to be... The real Ronda Rousey that we see. We know she pulled off at WrestleMania. But well, against Jax, it's, it's different. We've got the tail of the tape up. Yeah, we're back with Jax, though. It's different. It yeah. is, indeed, yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey, height 5'7", to Nia Jax is 6 foot. Uh, weight, £135 to Rousey. £22 for Nia Jax. So that is over twice Rousey's weight. Not, I'm not saying Nia Jax is big, but I'm just saying, you know, in comparison, matches on Raw... Ronda Rousey has had none. Nia Jax has had 52. To be to be fair, she is like 65 pounds over the cruise weight limit. <laughs> I'm just I'm not saying she's a big girl, but I'm saying she's she's probably like a Jack Gallagher away. <laughs> she's two Jack Gallagher's. Anyway, well, she's two Ronda Rousey's. She's two Ronda Rousey's. Come on, uh, pay per view matches. Ronda Rousey's of course had one at WrestleMania. Nia Jax 11. And uh, in-ring debut, April 2018 for Ronda Rousey and May 2015 for Nia Jax. So let's take a look at the promo. Do you think this is too soon for Ronda Rousey? Well, in only a second live match. Well, you know, if she does win the title, if... You know, I'd be afraid she's going to be like a female Brock Lesnar. Not the fact that she's been in UFC... But the fact that WrestleMania, she's had one match. She's been involved in a couple of like dark matches and uh, live event matches. But, you know, I'd like to see her be a performing champion. If she's going to get a, a clause into the title, then she, you know, she needs to be a constant face, a constant feature. And that will also give her like confidence. It will give her, you know, a bit more experience in the ring as well. Yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. Uh, I- it's going to be interesting tonight, you know, between Jax and Rousey. It's obviously they're going towards pushing Ronda Rousey. There were reports that she only signed a year contract and then she signed a multi-year contract. To bring us up so soon, you would think, oh, maybe they've got something planned. I think for me, when this match was announced, I only had one thought was that, oh, okay, Rousey's probably... They want to make the most of Ronda Rousey whilst they've got the chance. You know, because she was impressive at WrestleMania. 
But on one on one, if she stinks out the place tonight, like if if it's if it's a fucking awful match, the crowd's gonna turn on her because obviously we're in Chicago, and and everybody'd be like, oh right, it it didn't work. She it was a fluke her first match, and with Nia Jax, like I say, with the talent she's got, I mean, where do you rank Nia Jax at the moment with all the women's wrestlers on the roster? Um, she's not the most talented, but on the flip side, I think she's one that could potentially go with Ronda Rousey. I mean, you know, take Ronda Rousey's hard, stiff moves. She could probably, you know, pull a, at least a half-decent match out of it. And, you know, what's what's the most confusing thing about this is that Nia Jax has gone from being a bullied face to being a monster heel. Just like that. What did that happen? What did that Looked under the fucking mat. Oh, what the fuck happened? I, exactly. And that's confusing WWE booking that they're, they're, they're doing now with this. It doesn't make sense. It's to make Ronda Rousey seem like a star. I, I think the, the thing that just said size, because then it, the kind of MMA background that she has got might be null and void. We've seen it with Jax reversing submission attempts from other women. But not Ronda Rousey. No, but we see what happened when they had that face-to-face. Well, yeah, um, it ended up with Rousey attempting the arm breaker, but Jack's powering up, but not able to get her up, and Rousey tried ripping that arm from her socket. And, and Jack's tapped out. She realised she gets caught by the armbar. Tonight, it is over and done with. And Rousey made a bold statement saying, I'm taking your arm and I'm taking your title. Turn the music up. And the champion coming out first, Nia Jax, look to defend it. I mean, what a huge statement. It would be the biggest women's victory this year if Nia Jax can beat. And that is saying something when, uh, when Nia Jax can beat Rousey. And that's saying something considering Oscar lost a streak this year. If Jax can beat Rousey tonight, Jax is a made woman in WWE. And Rousey might not be finished, but it would be... A huge shocker here tonight. So before Rousey comes out, it is obviously time for predictions, and it's my turn. And I have gone for, in this one, Ronda Rousey. That says Jax. <laughs> no, um, I have gone... I, well, I, I don't think Jax is like most girls. And Ronda Rousey is going to beat her. I've gone for Rousey. Oh, Rousey. Here she comes. Not a bad response in Chicago. This is the fifth time in history that a superstar has wrestled for the title in her first televised appearance. Now, the other four? Well, that would be good. second. Only the second? No, second televised appearance. Oh. What? (laughs) Yeah, what Dan said. The fifth person to... I can't remember it now. Second televised appearance. Incredible. And she's ready. And I told you she's improved her trunks a little bit already. I said she was going to do that. Surprised there's no knee pads, no arm uh, pads, MMA gloves. And here we go. It's going to be Jax Rousey. Rousey Jax. Who thought that? The first ever singles match. And it's Ronda Rousey and Jax. But Nia Jacob look on her face. What? What? Goddamn kid. Jesus Christ, you're taking the turn off me, son of a bitch. (laughs) So the women's title, the grandest prize in women's wrestling is Rousey Jax. Jax, Rousey, and it's on now, and Jax picks up Rousey. 
Sends her back first into the corner, ramming her shoulder. Jax has got straight out of the blocks in this one. Well, might not last long, and Rousey gets thrown across the ring. Fucking hell. Oh, and splashed in the corner. <laughs> well, Jax saying you're in my world now. He's got hold of Rousey again. Oh. Throws her to the opposite corner. Follows up. Oh, looking for a splash, but Rousey managing to roll out the way. And now Jax has got Rousey round the throat and saying, you ain't going to get away like that. Oh. And a punch from <laughs> Rousey. Open the fist, girl. Well, it's backing Jax up in the corner. But Jax just fighting straight out of it. A big Samoan <laughs> headbutt. Knocks Rousey to the mat. Just call her Holly Holm. Hey, hey and Jax. Going to look to squash Ronda Rousey in the corner. Well, Jax certainly come here meaning business. What's that, love? Got her up for a Samoan drop. And Jax saying, really? You're chanting for Rousey now. Well, Rousey's come too. Oh! Got the arm of Jax. <laughs> I don't think she was expecting that. Oh, Rosa threw into it. Now she's got the legs locked. Looking to... Well, this is what she made Jax tap out with the other night. Oh, my God. But Jax rolls through. Trying to get Rousey's shoulders down, maybe. Powering Rousey up. And Ron Rousey's like a pit bull, not letting go. Oh, my God. Now Jax picks up Rousey. And a powerbomb. Where's Ronda going to go? Oh, oh powerbomb from Jax. And you mentioned the no elbow pads or knee pads. And I think Rousey's got a bit of a little cut on her elbow. I know it's not going to affect her much. But if she was in the last, if she was in the first blood match, <laughs> some referees might not have called it because it's not gushing. Yeah, it's true. Little Nick wouldn't do the job, would it? But. Oh, and Rousey's just staggered out of the ring onto them thin mats below. Oh, my God. Well, that's how much Rousey's been beaten up. <laughs> referee's holding Jax back. So on the outside, Rousey's trying to recover. Jax got her up. And Rousey's now caught like a horror. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look, a hurricane runner, maybe Rousey was trying, and Jax just threw Rousey into the barricade, swung her in. That is some phenomenal offence from Nia Jax, but I think she has maybe got Rousey's number. Well, she is beast mode at the moment, going for the cover, but Ronda's managing to kick out. Uh. I mean, we see a replay of that, and Rousey's head, fucking hell. Rousey's struggling to get to her feet, and now she's working. She's working. Working right and left, but it's still having no effect. Having no effect on Nia Jax. What's that, my love? Rousey getting picked up for the Samoan drop. Gorilla press slam down. Jax going for the cover. One, two. No, Rousey again managed to get the shoulder up at two. Two. And now Jax maybe getting a little bit frustrated. That is impressive strength from Jax. And, uh,. I think Alexa Bliss had more offence in during her match against Jax. Yeah, I think that's true, yeah, both times. But Rousey just jumped on Jax, got the dragon sleeper with her leg locked. Jax picks her up, though. Rousey rolls through, trying to get her down. That's not going to work. You can't sunset flip her. Jax just slams Rousey's head. And again, Rousey's head bounces off. Third time lucky. She's just screaming in the face of Rousey as she picks her up and slams her to the mat. Well, if anybody thought they'd see this, Ronda Rousey in serious trouble against Nia Jax. And now bear hugged by Nia. 
She won't deny her. Well, now Jax is just shaking her, squeezing the life out of her. Now Ronda's got left hand under, trying to break through. Jax squeezing. And now Jax. Oh, but Rousey with a big elbows to the jaw of Jax, rocking her twice, hitting a third one. Ronda Rousey ever to fight and gets pushed off by Jax. Fucking oh, hell. Pop-up Samoan drop. Oh, my days. A massive Samoan drop there. And Rousey managing to kick out. Uh. Rousey kicking away at Jax. But that's the only offense she can muster. I think it was just out of uh, all she had left to offer. But Jax looking for a running leg drop. Oh, but Rousey sits up out the way. Could this be a chance to get back into it? And beating up. And Rousey struggling to get to her feet. Managing to dodge out of Nia Jax, though. What can she do from this? Well, Jax hit the ring post coming in with that momentum. Moved the ring somewhat. And now Rousey's got the arm. She's on the ropes. The referee's got to break the count. And yeah. she breaks before five and tumbles to the mats below. Michael Cole tells us this is not... UFC. No, are you are you shitting me? <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, Dan. Oh, I'm 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 dumbstruck. I know. <sighs> like I can't believe it. I like I was thinking during the Rage Gender Hall match, like what? And now Rousey looking at Jack saying, "All right, I'm going to try it." And we've never seen Rousey go to the top rope before. And Nia Jax struggling to get to her feet. What has Rousey got planned? Oh, here she comes. Flying cross body. One, two. Oh, but Jax pushes her off with some venom. What can Rousey do to keep Jax down? I really don't know, but I tell you something, that it shows how hard wrestlers do work because look at the state of Ronda Rousey. And it's been, what, a 10-minute match. They all do it, didn't they? When they all come over and they think it's easy and they're all sweating like bastards at the end. But Rousey looking on and saying, now it's time. She's going to finish Nia Jax. And our prediction may come true now. Combination. Oh, but Ronda Rousey, she must have found her second win. Oh. A running knee lift sends Jax tumbling over the second rope. And now she's got Nia Jax. What's she going to do? No, she can't. Oh, my God. That was an impressive throw from Rousey. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, oh but Jack's still managing to kick out. Uh-huh. And now Rousey is getting ready for this. What a hell of a move that was by Rousey. Now going to go for the arm. Jack's can't hold on. Oh, but she rolls through for a cover. Two. Oh. But Rousey managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Rousey had to let go of the submission there. Otherwise, she'd have lost thanks to herself. Picks up Nia Jax again. Slams her down. Goes for the arm. Jax holding on now. Clasping the hands. Oh, she comes loose. Jax in serious trouble. She's got her hands clasped together. And now Rousey's put the shoulder in the grip. Just trying to turn her arm so it loosens it. And you can see the fingers oh, loosening. Oh, it's going. Oh. For us, any couple left holding on oh she's got it it's free and Rousey can do what she wants now she can oh, oh. 
and Alexa Bliss with the briefcase. Oh no! Pow! Right in the kisser, or right on the shoulder. Well, bang across the back of Rousey. Alexa Bliss has come out of nowhere. She's allowed to. Yeah, and hit Ronda Rousey, costing her the match. Oh, See, that's how you make Rousey your bitch. Go on, Bliss. Go on, my baby. Cash it in, girl. Look at the fans, absolutely loving it. Everyone's standing on their feet. Yes, 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 Bliss. Thank you, Bliss. And Bliss is not finished with Ronda Rousey. Oh. Bliss, what is your problem with Ronda? Fucking hell. Rousey thrown over the announce table. Well, she's making sure Rousey doesn't get involved in this match. Pow. Oh, Break the, that arm, Bliss. Well, a bad arm. The briefcase and Bliss. Is she officially cashing in? Does she want to do it? No, she wants to beat her up again. Oh. Right, now cash it in. No, no. Yep, she is cashing it in. Oh, my God. Alexa Bliss won it earlier tonight. And now she's going to cash it in before, Come the, on, men- Lexi. before the men's money in the bank ladder match. We're going to see the winner and cash in. Yes. As Jack's got a broken arm. It's been worked over by Rousey. Well, Jack's lost the title to Bliss. Will she lose it now? Bang! Plants him with a DDT. Bliss. Sparkle splashed the shit out of her, girl. Bit of retribution for Alexa. And Bliss wrenching the arm. Go on, baby. And now Bliss going up. Get your title back, girl. No. You deserve it. Oh. Sparkle splash or twisted Bliss. One, two, three. <laughs> yes, Bliss. <laughs> oh, my God. Alexa Bliss is the new women's champion. She's just made Ronda Rousey and both of them her bitch in one night. How is that not impressive? You, Bliss has beaten nine people tonight and walked out women's champion. <sighs> you just can't write this stuff. Oh my god, you cannot. I, I if you no, I don't care. No one would have said Bliss would have walked in money in the bank and walked out women's champion here tonight. She sent a message to the entire Rawls women division. When we had enough and that'll be it. She's right back in the forefront. Alexa Bliss is the edge of women's wrestling right now. Um Dan, what did you think of the match? I thought it was quite a good match actually. Um it was actually going quite well between Jacks. Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get into the first match first, right? The Ronda Rousey versus Narjax. I thought it was quite good. I think they played it quite well, not letting Rousey having too much offense against uh, Jacks. Like Jacks controlling most of the match, Rousey getting in the odd bit of offense. I think that was a very smart move for someone quite as green as Rousey. And yeah, I, I, I think the way Alexa Bliss cashed in. It saves Rousey, it saves Jax, and it puts Bliss back on top again. Mm. And, you know, I, th- I, th- well, I presume Nia Jax is, is going to get a uh, another title shot. Uh, what's it called? Rematch. She's going to get a rematch clause. And, uh, you know, will they throw Ronda Rousey into it because she didn't lose the match? So, you know, it could be a triple threat match, which I think, again, will help Ronda Rousey out. And it has, again, saved Nia Jax. 
and Rousey could pin Bliss legitimately. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's mental, isn't it, that it, it works so well. First off, for the match, about Rousey looks so fucking happy bumping around and doing anything like that should Jax. Uh, Jax come across as a monster. And I said, now it opens up the opportunity. Like, if Bliss was to face Jax at the next pay-per-view, and then SummerSlam's around the corner, you can have Ronda Rousey for that if you wanted to. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a great way of doing it. Both women's matches tonight have come up with interesting ways of finishing the match. And even though I think Oscar looked weaker out of all of them, I still think his interest ways how they got the job done. I think with all of that, I think the women have still stolen the show somewhat tonight with the story they've told now with the women's money in the bank match and now Bliss cashing with everything that's gone in. But uh, all that's left now is the men's money in the bank match. And I mean, what a plethora of talent. We've got the glorious Bobby Roode. So prediction-wise, after that, Ronda Rousey lost by DQ. So they awarded the match to Rousey. And then the cash in, so we both get a point. So I'm going to count that. So it's six all as we head into men's running the bank match. Who's going to be a definite winner? Who have we picked in this one, Dan? We've got eight, well, ten at the moment. They're going to pick one on a new day, aren't they? But we've got eight guys. One of Have we gone for the same? Have we gone different? Who will be the winner? Who knows? We've got the glorious Bobby Roode. The monster among men, Braun Strowman. We've got Samoa Joe. We've got Rusev Day. We've got the awesome one, The Miz. We've got potentially the demon, Finn Balor. How many have we got left after that? We've got Rusev. Uh, we've got Joe, uh, Owens. And we've got Kevin Owens. And we've got one of the New Day. Me and James have sided that we think it should be Kofi Kingston, mm-hmm. but which one they choose... We never know. It's down to them, isn't it? So let's have a look at the promo for this match. In life, we climb. We ascend. Reaching for that which we desire. Often, we fall. But the strong... The Iron Willed. They pick themselves up. And begin the climb again. Oh my God! This is done it! These are the worthy. This has got it! The dreamers. Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, Dean Ambrose, Seamus, Sean Cena is Mr. Money in the Bank. The Untamable. The consumed. We got a championship match! Zigzag! We got us a new world champion! Mr. Money in the Bank has become Mr. World Champion! The Unbreakable. obstacle all eyes will be on me i will dominate i will be extraordinary i will climb for glory 
We will climb for greatness. I will ascend to where I belong. Special guest referee, he's got his eyes on the men's Money in the Bank contract ladder match. I don't see a contract in here. I see pancakes. It will be a... Back to back, let's go insane. the past, ignite the flame. Here we go, lose control. Roll the dice, gonna make you feel Make you feel unstrangeable Make you feel alive You make me feel alive I will be I will be We will be Mr. 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 Money Money in the bank And we see all the past great winners of Money in the Bank. People like The Miz, Edge, CM Punk, John Cena. RVD. RVD. CM Punk. CM Punk again. Kane. Daniel Bryan. Randy Orton. No, no, we're talking about the good ones. Uh, Damien Sandow, <laughs> Mr. Kennedy. All Baron the great. Corbin. Baron Dean Corbin. Ambrose. Ambrose. But tonight, it's got to be the glorious Bobby Roode, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but no. Just no. You know, like, Natalia? And <laughs> yeah. I think Bobby Roode is in that kind of category. <laughs> Fuck you. Just oh. there to make the numbers up. All right, so let's, let's do this shit then. So it's time. We're going to see if we've gone different and find out who the winner is. Dan, who have you gone for in the final prediction of the night? I have gone for... Stro Rumirus Joe O I have gone for Finn Balor. Oh Balor Why why have you gone Finn Balor? I think he's kind of slipped under the radar a bit. He's uh you know, he's he's been a bit quiet. And you know, it's it's the quiet ones you've got to watch out for. <laughs> That's that true. Yeah, well, I think it's no surprise who I've gone for as soon as you heard it <laughs> earlier tonight. Well, uh, it, it won't be your guy, Bobby Roode, will it? I haven't gone Bobby Roode in this one. I have gone for the Samoan submission machine. Bring on the trumpets, Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, because he was going to cash in in the match that happened before that he, he'd even win the Money in the Bank ladder match, didn't it? Yeah. That was very smart yeah. thinking. So let me let me just... Let me just count. Um, um, you've used your men's cashing card. Yeah. And you didn't use your women's cashing card, and the woman's cashed in today. So does that mean, by my count, you've got none? It so is. your women's cashing card. Well, you throw it away, but here's the trumpets. Did you know, yeah? That statistically, the first man to come out during a Money in the Bank ladder match has never won it. Hasn't he? Well, this <laughs> <just made that. laughs> well, this man is ready for it here tonight. Samoa Joe's got the mean look on his face. He can dominate SmackDown. Heck, he doesn't need the money in the bank. It would just be nice for him to get it here tonight. 
If we look at all of them, we know Joe's got the potential to be WWE champion. I don't think Strowman needs the victory. The same with, I don't think, um... Oh, look who's next! Oh, damn. Whoever came in second at a Money in the Bank match has never won Money in the Bank. Well, it, oh, it's not the Demon. No. Bollocks. No, it's Finn Balor. Finn Balor is here in the house. Do you know there's been 22 Money in the Bank ladder matches in history? But for Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, they entered their very first one. So we've gone for <laughs> beginner's luck. The most inexperienced two that you could pick, basically, yeah. Oh, look, Rusev Day. In a CM Punk, well, it's a Chicago flag, but we know it for Punk, and the fans want it to be Rusev Day today. Do you know where Aiden English is from? England. Chicago, Illinois. You're joking. No. Well, there we go. That's why you love Aiden English, then. Do you know when his birthday is? When? 28th. Vo- nah, 7th of October, 87. I, he was born as... He's three weeks older than I am. Yeah. Well, Dan. Rusev, ha, ha, ha. Rusev, ha, ha, ha. Dan, 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 dan. Happy Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day to you, sir. I got my dad a card on Sunday that said Happy Rusev Day. I got my dad a card today that said Happy Rusev Day. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd will go banana. If Rusev, Balor, or Joe to grab that Money in the Bank match contract. But with Rusev, they will go mental. Well, can he do better than his best friend, Sami Zayn, who got humiliated by Robert Lashley? I know. Doesn't that seem like a long time ago now? But we are near the end of the Money in the Bank PPV and... Owens trying to get the new downside there to take out Strowman. It's not worked. He got into this match in London by beating GPD and, of course, B- BL. So, if he's taking his opportunity here tonight. You get one a month, James. <laughs> and here it is, even though you've fallen off the Bobby Roode. Oh, yes, I'm going to ignore your negative energy. I'm going to block it out. Because Bobby Roode is here. Mr. NXT. The glorious one. Sorry, I went back a year. Roode. And what a fucking day it would be if Roode went up and got the briefcase. It would be a glorious day. Even Michael Cole thinks it's going to be a dark horse. Do you know why Bobby Roode's going to win this fall down? Is it because he is... Oh, glorious. Shit. <laughs> He's glorious. <laughs> He's glorious. Shit. He's shit. Well, they've, they've ruined the character, Bobby Roode, but there's still hope. Quiet on the set now. Please have quiet on the set. My two back-to-back favourites. If only McIntyre was in this match, I mean, you'd be fucking sit here naked, erect, and just bashing yourself blind. Honest to goodness... I would be, but that's what makes this shit so much fun. Here comes the Miz. And do you know why he might win, Dan? <clears throat> because he's shit. See, <laughs> <laughs> so I fell for it last time. <laughs> Not this time. Yeah, no, the Miz might have a chance. Just think, be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, be uh, piss everybody off. I can to play. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the only man in this Money in the Bank ladder match that has ever actually won a Money in the Bank ladder match 
is Mike the Miz Mizanin. Yeah. I fit to win is the Miz, and that's why I went Samoa Joe. Uh, so I can back either horse, you know well, what I, I mean? don't think Strowman actually needs no. a ladder to get the briefcase. I don't think he needs a briefcase to get the title. I just think he... <laughs> he, he <laughs> Strowman is ready for action here. One, two, three, four, five. Do is I get a, No, there's Nudo as well. Oh, yeah. Do I get a bonus point if all the wrestlers surround Strowman? No, they do it every match in a multi-man I gave you a bonus point when you did it at Rumble, and then he did it in every, every <laughs> multi-match since. It's the thing they do. They all hit each other's finishes. Oh, here we go. We're going to find out which... Don't you dare <laughs> be sour. Find out which New Day member it is. Give me some pancakes, James. Well, it's not a pancake, but stick this in your mouth. Uh, a couple of New Day. It's not a Rusev day. It's a New Day. And I don't think it's going to be Kofi Kingston. No. I don't think it's going to be Xavier Woods. Uh-oh. It might be Big E's getting ready. No. Woods, he's ready for action. What biggest match of his career is Kofi. Yeah, Kofi's going to yes, be in a match. The one we chose. <laughs> we both get a bonus point now. Kofi, and what a reaction from the crowd as well. Good old Kofi Kingston. Can he make history tonight? Or can he make Miz Tari? Ah, so it's Kofi Kingston's going to be in this match. We can't wait. The women's, I think, delivered. So hopefully this is going to be better. Rude and Battle look like a tag team at the moment. So we've gone for one. We've gone for different wrestlers. If either of us win it, we'll win the pay-per-view. We'll win the pay-per-view point. But more importantly, I hope this match delivers. It's got a few surprising elements. It's got a couple of high flyers in there. It's got a few powerhouses, some strong men, and everyone is ganging up, <laughs> going for Braun Strowman. Yep, going right after him. Well, Owen said Strowman's going to be a threat. It's Balor and Miz in one corner. Of course, they've got Intercontinental title issues back from WrestleMania. Now it's two big men, Joe and Strowman. Well, there's your pick done. There's Balor gone. Well, there's your friend, Miz. Oh, God. No, not Miz and Rude, Strowman. Oh. Boom! There's your two guys gone. Not your pick though. No. Goes KO. Dominating at the moment. Go on, just jump and reach and get it. Oh, Strowman dominating the ring at the moment. Who's your man in the bloody ring? Finally got a ladder, but it looks flimsy in his hands. Looks like a Playmobil toy. Joe up. Go on, son. And Joe's a big man. He don't take no shit either. Oh! Kingston comes flying off the stairs to take out Strowman. This is a good strategy for these guys. All team up. Take out the monster. And here comes Owens. <laughs> oh, there goes Owens. He gets planted to the uh, to the entranceway. But the Miz has got a ladder and so has uh, Bobby Roode. Bruce said with a ladder and now it's Balor and Roode. Oh, take down the big man. Go bury him. Bury him in ladders. Oh, a big ladder comes down as well. And there must be at least 10 ladders covering him now. At least 20 ladders. The Miz has taken <laughs> this opportunity to get into the ring with a ladder of his own ones around. They're all concentrating on burying Strowman. Well, genius. And well, Joe. Joe's noticed it. <laughs> Quick, Miz. Run. Actually, don't know. Joe's there. Oh, pushes the ladder away from underneath the Miz. Miz goes crashing to the mat. 
Uh-oh. And he's starting to regret his decision now. Now Joe moving the ladder out of the way. And they take down both Ballow and Road. And now the Miz saying to Joe, go on, they're coming up again. And Miz trying to nick the ladder. The Miz is like, no, I was just getting it for you. But he gets rammed into the corner by Joe and the ladder. And now Joe laughing. Kofi troubling paradise to the back of Joe's head. Miz has got the ladder up. Kofi drop kicks out. Go on, Kofi. Oh. And he flattens Miz with a ladder. He's going to go for the boom drop on the ladder on Miz. Boom. Oh, I think Kingston felt that <laughs> as much as Miz did. But he's not going to let that stop him. The high-flying ex-Jamaican-onian. Well, I, I think this proves that Kofi Kingston, even without the New Day, can just be a successful mid-card act for as long as he wants. You know, you can see him with the United States title. Or the kind of title. He's got a connection with the crowd, but he's got now a connection with the ladder as he goes up to try and get the briefcase. The KO stopped him. Oh, pop-up. No, pop-up powerbomb attempt. Kofi jumped over the top, bounced off the ropes and got caught with a super kick from Kevin. Oh, here you go. Oh, his chance. He's going up to get it, but... Oh, Knock him off, Balor. Get no. that briefcase for yourself. Go no. on, Irish. Oh. Lucky charm. Oh, he knocks it off. Come on, Owens. Oh, you bastard. Let's not forget the ladder match Owens and Balor had at NXT Brooklyn all that time ago back in 2015. That was an epic match. One of the earlier classics that we watched on the podcast. Balor gets rocked by Owens. Owens was trying for the powerbomb. Oh, double foot stomp, though, from Balor. Climb up that ladder. Get it, you little leprechaun. Hey, Bobby Roode's up. Oh, you glorious wanker. Yeah, glorious one. Who qualified in London as well. Let's not forget about that. Beating the awesome Baron Corbin and the tough No Way Jose. No way. Jose. Well, no way is Balor going to let Rude get it at the moment. Glorious DDT. Oh. No, Balor flips him over. Rolls through, seated drop kick, takes down Rude. Owens back up with a ladder, takes out Balor. Now sets up on the second rope. And he's got some bad news for Finn Balor. Owens looks to charge through Balor, but goes through the second rope, lands on his feet, drags Balor out of the ring, throws him into a ladder. Super kick over the announce table that's been rebuilt. Uh-oh, now Owen's staring up at that big ladder there. Battle on the announce table. Owen's rearranging some furniture. No, Owen's won't. That's that's too far. Yeah, now he's moving it. That would be silly, KO. I mean, that ladder must be at least 15 foot tall. It's got to be at least 20 to 30 foot tall. And let's not forget Strowman's at this match. He's buried with ladders in the entranceway. And here comes Owens now. He wants to put Robinson. Stop him. He wants to put Balor away. Stop him, Robbo. Oh, wait a minute. Rusev going up to get the money in the bank. Owens spots that. Out of his peripheral vision. Takes down Rusev. Uh-oh. Rusev now got Owens. Oh. Full ham onto the ladder. Come on, Joe. He's back in. He's got Rusev. Throws him into the ladder. The ladder bounces back up to its feet. <laughs> Irish whip to Rusev. Shoulder barge, step up in Seguri, knocks Rusev down. How can you not go Joe when he can do that? He can't move for a big man. Here comes Kofi. Come out takes down Joe. And now Kofi realises it's his chance. Kofi chance. I mean, if we were to get this, it would be incredible. Oh. <laughs> that ladder keeps springing back up. <laughs> that goes the other side. Well, Kofi now is taking this to the outside. The ladder fell over, so he's going to take a risk. 
That's so dangerous. But Rusev caught him. They, so did the other guys. They all caught him, but he goes, Bala! Oh, comes over, takes down everyone, lands on his feet. Look at him, tense himself up. Um, Bala, you're a... And what's Finn Balor doing? Look at Strowman peeking out. He's waking up. I don't think Finn Balor realises the monster's awake. Well, he was just one ladder (laughs) away from getting back into this match. And unluckily enough, Balor was the one that pulled the ladder. Joe had hold of it and just rams it into the midsection of Balor. And I think he's pissed off. Well, Braun was buried alive. He's come back. Oh, my God. Shoulder barge through Kingston. Throws rude. Here comes Joe. Joe comes flying. Bang. Forearm through the rope. Knocks Strowman down. We don't see that often. Strowman gets pretty much straight back up. Kevin Owens with a super kick. Sending Strowman back up the ramp. Rusev with a super kick. The Mashka kick. <laughs> and that Owens with a ladder to the back of Strowman. And where the hell is Kevin Owens going? Oof. He's had enough of this match already. Owens has got a table. And that ladder there, I mean, if one was 15 foot, that one's got to be at least 25 foot. It's got to be at least 30 to 40 foot. And Owen's now telling Rusev to get him on a table. But Strowman fighting it off. Gets knocked down, but Joe shows up. And he's got the Kikita clutch in. Well, even monsters need to go to sleep, James. Well, with a move like that, Joe can put anyone. And even against this in Braun Strowman. And Owen's... Oh... Delivers a super kick. I like the way he moved Joe's hand to make sure he's all right. Well, all these three big guys are working together to try and get the monster out of the game, really. Well, they're the three biggest. And they're the hills. And Owens is going up. Oh, my fucking buggery. Yeah, it's 50. It's got to be at least 60 to 75 foot in the air. He's up in the lights and Strowman. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Strowman's fighting off with Joe. I hope Strowman... Oh, I was no, going to say, I hope Owens. he doesn't notice that Owens is up there. Owens is begging for his life. No. Strowman... Owens trying to come down the ladder. I don't blame him. Strowman oh, came Strowman's up. climbing it as quickly as Owens can get down. Oh, my God. He's got his hat. He's taking him up to the top of this 50-foot ladder. Strowman throws Owens. Oh, my God. Shit. He just killed Kevin Owens. Now he's moving. Oh, my fuck. Right onto that laptop. Well, if Strowman's seven foot, then that ladder is legitimately <laughs> 30 foot high. At least 40 to 50 foot high. No, I'm trying to think actually, like, legitimately. Oh, yeah, no, 60 foot then. <laughs> Owens just fell 100 foot and survived. And now Strowman is just annoyed. He's got Kofi. Tries to break Kofi's neck. Still got hold of him. Chokes him on the ladder. What the fuck? Here he comes. He snapped the ladder that Rude and Balor was holding. The Miz is in the ring with a ladder. And the look, he's like a deer in headlights. That is hilarious by the Miz there. Come on, you got me. I hope Monroe Sky or Sky Monroe enjoyed having a daddy while he was there, but, well. Oh, close. <laughs> and Strowman's got him now. Just clubbed him in the chest. Strowman going up. 
And it's Joe, big man Joe with Elena. No, Joe. Yes. Joe is not scared of Strowman. Elena to the midsection. Go on, Joe. Yeah. Joe just eliminated Strowman from the Royal Rumble, but unluckily for Joe, Strowman landed on his feet. Well, I don't think Joe's realised because he's trying to go up. Oh, Balor with a seated dropkick sends Joe into the timekeeper's area. That That sends... Strowman into the timekeeper's area, and our two picks <laughs> are fighting on, on top Joe. of the ladder. Come, Come on, on Balor! Come on! Come on, Finn! Come on, Joe, you can do it! You can do it! Kick him in the balls! Oh my, yeah, Bobby Roode! Take Balor! No, he don't. Bobby Roode. Throws Balor, shoulder first into the ring post, but Joe catches hold of Roode. Roode, if you cost Joe this match, I'm going to be so pissed off. Unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, oh! Just Iranagi, plants Roode, Rusev days in. These two men going blow for blow until a headbutt from Joe. Well, these two big brutes, and here comes Joe. Oh, no. He gets thrown off, lands on Balor. And now it's Rude and Rusev. Rude, Sev Day. Kofi's up. Got a Kofi. I'd be more surprised if Kevin Owens gets back up. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. Oh! The Matchka kick just turned Kingston inside out, and Rusev is standing tall. It's Rusev Day. Don't worry about that. He's stacking them up. He's not going to go. We have never seen a double accolade before. Oh, my God. He's got them both. And the Miz has got Rusev. Skull crushing finale. No, Rusev fighting out of it. He's not going to triple stack an accolade. No. No. Rusev day. Rusev day. Gosh. Bang. And he's got the Miz. He's got Kofi. He's he got Rude. Oh, but and Joe's Joe. in with a coquina clutch. And that's all that matters there. Big Joe. Oh, my God. Joe gets thrown off, though. Match kicked by Rusev. The ring has cleared, and that's Rusev's chance. The fans will go absolutely fucking crazy if Rusev wins this. Well, Rusev... Is just a few inches away from the briefcase. Lana can do it earlier. Can her husband win it? And here comes a Miz. Oh, don't Miz. Hold it up for him. Oh, my God. Oh, he sends Rusev hanging him up on the top rope. Well, the only man who's won a money in the bank ladder match in this match. And he's by himself in there to get the briefcase. He's got it. No, Kofi's getting there. They've had a problem with that carabiner at the top tonight. Kofi with a headbutt, trying to reach it. He's got money. Oh. Miz has got it, but Kofi's stopping him again. Another headbutt. And Rude pushing Kofi and Miz off. Both getting hung up on the ropes. And Balor's in. And then Balor closes Miz out. Kofi's out. It's just your pick with the glorious Bobby Roode. Well, the Bobby Roode stands no chance. Step up in Seguri from Balor. Go on, Finn. Get your briefcase, my son. Well, it looked like he was going to go up, hit coup de grace, but now the ladder's there. He's not, is he? Surely he's not. Don't call me Shirley, but he's climbing that ladder. He's got Roode in his sights. Super coup de grace. He's just stomped Roode. Into the mat. Now get up there, Finn. 
Get your briefcase, my man. Go on, Balor. Go on, Finn. Go on, Balor. Go on, Finn. Oh, you bastard fucking <laughs> lanky cunt. <laughs> Strowman's in. And he stops Balor. Come on, Joe. Stop, Joe. Oh. That's it. Running power slam. Boom. Oh, the Miz's oh, like cat. Taking his opportunity. Oh, dear. Oh, just drags him up. Power slam for the Miz. Go on, Finn. How is Finn still up? He didn't get power slammed. That's fair enough. And Strowman going to climb Kofi. <laughs> Onto the back of Strowman. <laughs> and Strowman's climbing still. Balor's got the briefcase, but Strowman and Kofi there as well. Strophy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, look, Kofi's going to fall off Strowman. Gonna fall off Braun. Well, Balor's been sent down the ladder. This is not gonna end well for Kofi Kingston. And st- oh my god, he just sent Kofi down the ladder the hard way. Swatted off like a fly. Strowman's there. Balor's trying to get it. Go on, Finn. Oh, and Braun Strowman is monster in the bank. Oh my god. Well, he's a monster among men. And he beat seven men out here for money in a bang. Unbelievable. No, he beat six. He killed one. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Owens is dead. Yeah, sorry. Um, fucking unbelievable stuff there. I mean, that Owens bump is probably one of the most sickening bumps I've seen in WWE in quite a while, you know. The kind of the distance he fell and on the area. Well, in at least twenty years. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It'll be good to see an update on Braun Strowman. Kevin uh, on Kevin Owens. Sorry, I just saw Braun Strowman there winning it. There we go. We're gonna see the bump again. He must have fallen at least fifty foot. It's got to have been at least sixty to seventy foot. He snapped a ladder in half of his shoulder. Coyote Cam there showing the Miz and Kingston getting hung up on the top rope. Balor with his super coup de gras. Oh, my word. Oh, there's a few highlights in there. I really like Kofi's contribution to the match. I thought that was fun. Uh, I, I can't believe Strowman won, actually. I, I'm not saying that just because Joe and Balor didn't win. and that. Uh, but, you know, like, did he really need it? It was a great performance by Strowman, though. I've got to give him credit. What are your thoughts on that match? I thought it was quite a good match. It had, you know, it's uh, it's entertaining moments. I did like them all ganging up on Strowman, burying him under the ladders. That was quite, you know, it is a way to put him down. Um, yeah, I think all 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 the men contributed their own little bits to it. It's like the Miz, you know, when he got caught like a deer in headlights against Strowman. Joe looked really powerful. Balor, I mean, you know, he had a great a great showing as well. You know, you can't fault anyone's performance in this match. Even Kevin Owens taking in that sickening bump, trying to get everyone aligned to take out Strowman as well. Yeah, I completely agree with it. That means after that, we both get a point and it finishes six points all. So you share a pay-per-view point. So it's 5-4 for pay-per-view points. So as we move on, our next pay-per-view is Extreme Rules. Uh, and of course, our next podcast after this will be a very special one. W one six four. It's W King the Ring nine ninety eight. Talk about sickening bumps. Yeah, Hell in the Cell match is something to behold. We've got that coming up. Uh, but before we go, we're gonna do 
a wrap-up of the paper you've just seen. And then we're going to bring you a little bit of news. News! And then Raw and SmackDown, just a quick results on them. So let's have a look at the card. Let's go all the way back to kickoff. Um, Bludgeon Brothers versus Ganderson. Uh, what I remember the match, it wasn't a bad match. Not a bad way to start the show. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers obviously got the victory. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, it wasn't a terrible match. It was a good tag team match. I think they've kind of buggered up what the club should have been because I think they're a great tag team, but the Bludgeon Brothers are looking stronger and stronger. They're just running through competition now. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, I gave it a three out of five. I gave that a three and a half out of five. Yeah. Uh, start off the pay-per-view proper was uh, Big Cass versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, Fultz? Again, it wasn't a terrible match. I think Daniel Bryan looks strong again. He, you know, he he kind of had the better of Cass throughout a majority of the match. He knows how to bring out the best in a terrible opponent as well. Um, you know, goes straight for that knee again. I think it's something we've seen over the past few weeks of him targeting the knee. Hopefully, it's an end of this feud between these two. But. You know, again, it wasn't a terrible match, and I think because of who won it is why I gave it such a good score. I gave that a three and a half as well. Yeah, I gave it a three out of five. Um, yeah, like Daniel Bryan and Big Cass, just don't know about his future. <laughs> number three. <laughs> well, no, what can I do with Cass? I was like, he just tapped out. Uh, number three, Lashley versus Sami Zayn. I really disliked this match. I thought it was horrible. I thought Zayn and Lashley, it just looks a freak show when you're trying to do the kind of baby-facing peril. How is Zayn going to have any offense on Lashley if you're doing it right? I don't like the storyline at all. Didn't like the build-up to the match. Gave it a two out of five. Yeah, again, I'm with you. I thought it just made Sami Zayn look like an idiot. Um, You know, if he was going to lose, at least lose with a bit of dignity in a heelish way. You could have had like Lashley's sisters coming out and, you know, kind of causing a bit of interference. And, you know, even down to the cocky pin that Bobby Lashley beat Sami Zayn with, I gave that a two and a half out of five. And I don't think, the for me, the <clears throat> pay-per-view really started until we got those matches out of the way because then the next one after that, with GPD versus Seth Rollins, I think that could have been the opener for me and I could have watched it from then on. Do you know what even I mean? Even Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal. Well, no, you, you take out Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal and I think after that, you've got a pay-per-view worth watching. You know what I mean? Like, it's true, isn't it? It's like every, five matches. Yeah, I mean, so it could have been an NXT event. Well, no, switch out Mahal for Daniel Bryan, and there you go. Do you know what I mean? Ta- Even have the Bullet Club versus Bludgeon Brothers in there as well. Just yeah. take out basically the Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn, and the Roman Reigns Jinder Mahal match. Yeah. Uh, well, I think really picked up. I think it was really, really good. Some of the spots, some of the chemistry. Uh, Elias come off looking good in defeat, and Seth Rollins looks like an uh, all-conquering champion. Uh, really good. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I thought um, Elias looks good in defeat. He didn't get beaten by the stomp, which kind of protects him in that way. It was a bit more of a roll-up victory. I'm not sure the legitimacy of Seth Rollins' injury, but I gave that a four out of five. Yeah, I gave that a four. It really, uh, really clicked for me. And then it was a women's Money in the Bank match. Yes, well, you know, aside from a couple of missed spots and a bit of timing issues, I thought it was quite well laid out. Um, you know, there was a few good moments in it. It 
Yeah, and you know, I think the way Alexa Bliss won it as well. I thought that was quite, quite you know, quite good. So, yeah, you know, I was I was pleasantly surprised with it. Yeah, I thought it. Every woman had their moment, maybe apart from Natalia, but she's got bigger and better things in front of her anyway. Uh, Lana come across quite well, and uh, I like the interaction in Ember Moon and Naomi. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, I thought, like I said, there's too many times waiting for the people to get in position. And when you've scripted a match that far in advance, you need everything to be perfect. Sometimes it's not. And sometimes they're kind of waiting for, for it and, and calling your spots, you know. So that's something to work on that they do. But could it so heavily produced? That's why it feels like that. Uh, I What did you give that out of five? I gave that a three and a half. Yeah, I gave it a three and a half as well. Up next, the match we've all been waiting for, Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Terrible. You know, putting these two guys that absolutely no one hates. I know I, I can kind of see their reasoning in it. Putting Roman Reigns in with someone that people potentially despise more than Roman Reigns. But I don't think it came out like that. The fans were more interested in a beach ball doing yeah. a Mexican wave. Sunil Singh done absolutely nothing. Um, you know, it, it honestly wouldn't bother me if Jinder Mahal got released tomorrow. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a horrible, horrible mis- mistake by WWE to, to have that match like that. Awful, you know, it's... It didn't make any, you know, storyline-wise, oh, okay, we'll do it like this. It, it's just not going to work. And it, it just didn't. I gave that a one and a half out of five. I too gave that a one and a half out of five. I just, it didn't work. No, it's probably the lowest rated match. Um, Oscar versus Carmella next. Picked up after that. Um, I love Oscar. I, I didn't love the fact she took so much offense in. And I didn't like the fact of the way she lost at the end. But I like Carmella in it. If I take out my like for Oscar, I can see what they do with Carmella. And you do need strong heels to go against such strong faces. And I think that's where Alexa Bliss, of course we'll talk about her a little more in a bit, and Carmella come into it where you kind of need that because it's always good having a chase. You know, I mean, it's the baby face likes to chase the title before getting it. And I think that was uh, all right. I mean, but I was shocked by the end. What are your thoughts on Oscar versus... Yeah, again, I thought it was uh, quite an entertaining match, quite an innovative way to do the end of it. I'm not sure about Carmella, and, you know, she's pinned Charlotte, who pinned Oscar, and she's also pinned Oscar as well, which is kind of like, um, okay, what are they trying to do with Carmella? Exactly, yeah. But I am happy with the fact that James Ellsworth showed up and made an appearance. I've, you know, I've... As annoying as he was, I actually quite enjoyed him coming back. Yeah, and that was a nice spot, especially a year after the scene of his crime. You know what I mean? We talk about LXT doing it that way, and with especially him uh, coming back now and helping out Carmella, it did make sense. Uh, what well, I gave that a... What did you give that out for, Gorm? I gave that a three. I gave it a three and a half. Uh, I, I did like the surprise. I think that added it more to me. And then AJ Styles versus Nakamura, Dan. AJ Styles, this is probably the best match of, that they've had of their series. I think both men pulled it out. Nakamura actually looks like a reputable heel. And it's a shame, you know, this has to end after a few few of the disappointing matches. Yeah. But, you know, I'm glad that they saved the showcase for the last match. And, you know, I hope Nakamura doesn't start away to nothing. I hope he, he, he moves down to the mid-table. 
and goes for a, a you know like a, a mid card title, maybe even team up with someone and get a nice uh, get a tag team. Yeah. And you know, kind of going from there. I don't want to see him fade to nothing. No, no uh, we like Nakamura. And uh, we we were to do well, but I think this is the first match. Uh, yeah, everything clicked. Everything was on point. Told a great story. All the spots were great in it. They didn't overuse weapons or use Ken like this. They did the table bump, which was cool, and then the announce table spot at the end, which meant even more when they did do that. So I I think it was a great story told. Uh, AJ Styles credit to him to be champion all this time. You know we've only had one WWE champion this year, as well as Universal champion, and I don't think that gets talked about enough. In a weird way, just because of the way Lesnar's reign is. But we've had no new world champions in 2018. And that is quite incredible when you think about the amount of title changes in the past. You know, they changed three times in one night before. Um, but anyway, go off piece. I thought it was four and a half out of five. Really knocked it out of the park for me. Yeah, I gave that four and a half out of five as well. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's certainly probably match of the night for me. Well, I'll tell you what a close one was. was Jack versus... Uh, Ronda, because I was not expecting such a kind of competitive match. Couldn't believe the bumps Rousey was taking. Uh, it does get me excited because she is, seemed to excel at what she was doing. And it, again, telling the story of the match, she she was good when she had to make her baby face come back. The crowd were into her. Their story of the arm bar was a bit more clearer this time because you knew she was really in trouble. And the kind of bliss interference at the end, I think, was was, was perfect as well. Yeah, I I liked the way that they worked this match going against someone like Jack, someone who's gonna get a lot of offense in against Rousey. I, I assume for her to capture the title, but again, you know, as you said, the way that they done the ending of it, Bliss cashing in against her nemesis Nia Jax, it's gonna leave things open for all three of them women. Yeah, and you know, if Rousey was to win the title, she could legitimately pin Bliss. Keep Jax looking strong. Keep Rousey looking strong as well. And, you know, it go on like that. What did you give it? Four. I gave it a four out of five as well. And then the men's money in the bank match. Now, looking back on it, I don't know if, if this should have been the main event. Because there wasn't, it didn't feel as high stakes as previous years. You know, Like I say, the orange bump was fucking brilliant. But I still feel, I don't know what it was lacking. Uh, but... You know what I mean? It just didn't It didn't feel like it was all-out war between them. They're putting a hell of an effort, don't get me wrong, and I really enjoyed it. But I don't think it's the best Money in the Bank ladder match that we've ever seen. Uh, there's a couple of good spots. Dan, what do you think of it? I quite enjoyed it. It was, you know, I, I, I like the way that it all played out. There was that sickening bump from Kevin Owens. It's it's kind of played right into Braun Strowman's hands, like you know, well, get these hands. Yeah, get these hands. But you know, they all started up ganging up on him. He kind of swatted them away one by one, and then they all buried him with ladders. And then you know, just I think just people's general fear of him, general fear, general fear. like Kevin Owens when Strowman got up off the table and he just saw Strowman try climbing down the ladder as quickly as he could, got thrown off it. And the Miz as well. His face was a picture yeah. when he saw Strowman coming into it. I, 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 I'm not sure about Strowman winning it though. As you, you know, we've discussed before. Well, as you mentioned before, I don't think you don't think he needs the Money in the Bank briefcase. I think it could have been better suited on someone else. But you know, hey ho, it could. 
it could pay off. Exactly. I mean, I gave it a four out of five, though, even though I have been a bit horrible to it. I still gave it a four out of five. I also gave that a four out of five as well. <laughs> so you've got pretty similar ratings. Now, I can work out, I think, your match of the night. That is indeed AJ versus Nakamura, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. Okay. Uh, what is your rating for this pay-per-view? Despite the two awful matches, I'm going to completely wipe them off the card as if they didn't exist. And with the rest of them, I'm going to give it a seven and three quarters. I like to be precise with my ratings. And (laughs) I I think, you know, I've got a discount. I, I know I shouldn't, but I've got a discount. The Lashley Sami Zayn match and the uh, Reigns versus Jinder Mahal, but it is a much improved pay per view from WWE. Yeah, I agree with you, but I will say what I've done is take in the Reigns Mahal match, put, keep on the Lashley Zayn match, because then after you've watched them, you appreciate the better matches more. That's why giving it an eight. That's that quarter mark there difference. I accepted them in. I've moved it up to an eight. So it's eight in for me. So, uh, yeah, not a bad pay for you. And like I say, our next one is Extreme Rules. And that's when we do Prediction League. But let's move on now to a bit of news. News. So the first bit of news is the WWE doctor who sued CM Punk had sexual relationship with uh, a wrestler slash patient. Well, last week, the biggest story in pro wrestling was a civil trial victory of CM Punk, real name Phil Brooks, and Colt Cabana, real name Scott Colton over WWE ringside physician Dr. Amat, who was suing them for, for defamation. When Punk left in 2014, he had all of his grievances, especially the medical ones, on Cabana's podcast. A man took issue with some of those and sued early in 2015. Punk claimed both in-court records and various interviews that WWE was back in the suit, and while there was no proof of that in public record, it's common belief among wrestling fans. That dirty bastard though wasn't it he telling CM Punk was a bad guy and he was seeing a wrestler help and he the, the CM Punk was going to use it as a defense if they had to but they didn't need to and then of course because all the law documents get released that's what happens but yeah he lost the trial but speaking of CM Punk it's been for more than four years since CM Punk left WWE but at Money in the Bank like we said there was a couple of people screaming his name during mainly the Roman Reigns match. And then we had Booker T on the kickoff panel, and he's had a go. He said, we saw CM Punk try to run in at UFC and try to take it over. That boy got the brakes beat off him just a couple of weeks ago, and the same thing can happen here tonight in the middle of this ring. So he was dissing CM Punk. And, of course, the other thing we saw as well was um, Aiden English wearing the Chicago, but you told me during it, that English is, of course, a... Um, From Illinois. Sh- Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. Referee Charles Robinson not happy about fans disrespecting Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal. Referee Charles Robinson not happy about fans disrespecting Roman Reigns and Jinder Mahal at Money in the Bank. And if you ran a poll amongst the fans that attended last night's Money in the Bank pay-per-view, I would bet that most of them would vote versus Roman Reigns being their least favourite match. That match was not well received by fans and you could hear it when they chanted things that had nothing to do with what was going on in the ring. If you were watching on pay-per-view, then you would have probably heard these chants. NXT, CM Punk, This Is Awful, Let's Go Cena, Cena Sucks, and Johnny Wrestling. It's never a good thing to have the fans turn on you during the match, 
but last night was pretty bad and several people backstage, including referee Charles Robinson, were not happy about it. Robinson took to Twitter after the pay-per-view to express his unhappiness with the way the crowd treated Reigns and Mahal during that match. And Robinson said, For as great a town that Chicago is for wrestling, one of the best ever, it's really disappointing that they could be so disrespectful when guys like Jinder Mahal and Roman Reigns are busting their butts and giving us a great match. Well, I don't know what match Charles Robinson was watching. Exactly. It definitely wasn't great. The boss of that, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Charles Robinson has something to say about it. Fair enough to you. Injury update. And, of course, Sami Zayn lost to Bobby Lashley uh, at Money in the Bank. And now he's going to be told he's headed to Birmingham, Alabama to get an injury checked out by Dr. James Andrews and his team. He said that he... Uh, He's been working through sewing, and he was meant to take this time off as well. So hopefully it's not a serious injury for Sami Zayn. The news picks up from there. (laughs) Because WWE announced on Tuesday that it has released Big Cass from his contract. Cass had been part of the SmackDown Live brand, and he most recently faced Daniel Bryan at Money in the Bank, losing by submission. The 30-year-old had been part of WWE's main roster since 2016 and he signed a developmental deal with the company in 2011. Cass was, initi- Cass was initially a single star known as Colin Cassidy, but he found his greatest success in NXT when he joined forces with Enzo Amore and eventually changed his name to Big Cass. The seven-footer from Queens, New York, and his 5'11 partner developed into one of the most popular acts in all of WWE and they appeared to be on the fast track to superstardom upon making their main debut. Cass turned heel on Amore last year and suffered a torn ACL shortly thereafter, which caused him to miss eight months. He returned in April as a member of the SmackDown roster following the Superstar shake-up and immediately set his sights on Brian. Brian recently returned from injury as well and Cass made it his mission to prove a good big man always beats a good little man. Cass was the runner-up to Braun Strowman in the Greatest Royal Rumble match in April. He then had matches against Daniel Bryan at Backlash and Money in the Bank, but tapped out both times. Cass's release means both he and Amore are free agents as the latter was released in his contract in January. Right, take a breath and go on to Raw results. So the fallout for it, we get more details of the big Cass release. Uh, Dave Meltzer said that apparently another incident is related to what happened when, uh, of course, Cass broke script during a segment against a little person. He's been in the doghouse, but that's not all, really, because apparently he's been out uh, drinking and he's been having a go at people, uh, been quite a rowdy drunk, apparently. Uh, and also, man called a meeting before SmackDown and then fired Cass, basically, in front of everyone. Uh, he apparently is not liked with his attitude there. Uh, a bit like Enzo Moray, but what's weird, Enzo Moray has been on Twitter, Dan, to say, uh, have his say, and guess what he said? Come join me, my friend. We'll both be shit together. How you, how you doing? That's what he put. Hashtag, how you doing? Big Cass. So, yeah, Enzo and Big Cass are released. That's two down, one to go. So, we're going to run through as fast as we can the raw results. Uh, we're only going to talk about a couple of really big moments, I suppose. Yes, well, first off, starting off the show, Ronda Rousey unleashes her frustration on Alexa Bliss and Kurt Angle. 
And on the heels of newsworthy Money in the Bank pay-per-view, Raw General Manager Kurt Angle kicked off Monday's episode by introducing ladder match winner and new Raw Women's Champion, the beautiful... The biggest winner from Sunday's pay-per-view reveled in the opportunity to rub in her wind... Her <coughs> the biggest winner from Sunday's pay-per-view reveled in the opportunity to rub her win in the university's face, claimed to have vanquished two bullies in Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. The only woman that actually matters is now three-time war women's champion Alexa Bliss. And she said, before Joan Jett's rebellious classic, bad reputation and the appearance of Ronda Rousey interrupted her. Bliss mocked Rousey about the welts and bruises left all over her body by the Money in the Bank briefcase. Bliss, provoking Rousey, called her an overhyped rookie. Rousey attacked Bliss, laid out anger and proceeded to back both with the nearby briefcase. A furious, unsmiling Rousey wiped out referees before hoisting Bliss overhead and dropping her through the table as the WWE Universe partook in a unified yes chant. And that was an awesome segment. I mean, Ronda Rousey came across like a star in that. Uh, I don't know what else he said. Uh, fantastic by Rousey. I mean, that was the only... There was another noteworthy moment, though, on Raw. And it, weirdly enough, it was the next segment. So, Dan, what happened? What, Ronda Rousey? No, after Rousey. Oh. Well, we had um, the fighting champ, Seth Rollins. He went against Dolph Ziggler. Well, Intercontinental Champion Seth Rollins relived his victory over Elias at MITB and issued a challenge to anyone in the locker room who wanted a shot at the title. Dolph Ziggler answered, followed shortly by tag team partner Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. There was a mystery as to which superstar was challenged Rollins, but it was solved shortly thereafter when the show-off took to the squared circle for the night's first match. Back from the break, Ziggler delivered a picture-perfect dropkick that knocked Rollins off the ring apron and onto the floor. The show-off worked over the architect, alternating between his neck and knees as he attempted to take every possible weapon away from the virtuoso Intercontinental Champion. Rollins mounted a comeback and delivered a nasty suicide dive that drove the challenger back first into the guardrail. A top-rope forearm followed for a count of two as the show returned to the commercial break. During the break, Rollins and Ziggler tumbled over the top rope onto the arena floor, but that was not enough to stop the RC champion from controlling the pace. He tried to stomp, but Ziggler scooted out the way and delivered a famous R. Two straight super kicks by Rollins nearly scored in the victory, but the resilient challenger shot his shoulder off the mat just before the free count. Ziggler scoured the ropes, but Rollins caught him and joined him up top. The champion tried for a superplex, but the challenger fought him off. Rollins rebounded and rejoined Ziggler up there. The challenger soared through the air. The architect caught him and delivered the buckle bomb. A series of roll-ups and momentary distraction by McIntyre allowed Ziggler to roll up Rollins, grab the tights, as Rollins, Rollins did the night before, and secure the win and the title. And then the heels laid out Rollins after the match to a chorus of boos. Oh, my God. So, Drew McIntyre helped. Dolph Ziggler beat Seth Rollins, a man who was ever defending it because that title was lost. I mean, what a shock that is. What were your thoughts when you watched it, Dan? I bet you couldn't believe it, could you? I was actually shocked because it was only a couple of nights before when we was watching Money in the Bank that I said, yeah, Rollins is going to hold on to it for a while. No, I didn't. I said he's no, going to lose yeah, it. I, yeah, you said, you said he was I, for a while and you said he's on for bigger and better things. So I guess you were right. Anyway, SmackDown, then, we had, uh, just running through quickly, Carmella celebrates with James Ellsworth, and they laid out Oscar again. Becky Lynch beat Billy Kay. Uh, I don't know why. Sanity beat up the Usos. I thought that was quite a cool debut. Bludgeon Brothers beat up Carl Anderson, and then a number one contender's gauntlet match, uh, Biggie, Daniel Bryan, Joe, Miz, and Rusev, was won by Rusev, which I couldn't believe it. Biggie. 
Oh, fuck no, fucking no. Uh, yeah. Rusev won. I mean, what a match it was as well. Uh, Brian served as the heart of a thriller of the main event. The Big E versus Brian portion was also reason enough to tune in. But I don't know why the Bludgeon Brothers showed up. That was strange. And the Miz gained big time heat by eliminating Brian. Their rivalry is ready to catch fire. And Rusev is a welcome choice of winner. He's, he's become increasingly popular and will give Styles one hatch. And Rawley <sighs> defeated Jose. Fuck you. <laughs> Who's still about? Right, so that is nearly it. But as we were going to um, end the podcast, or we had enough of the news and the deadlines, we did have one bit of news that happened uh, today as we are filming the wrap-up portion on it. Uh, and it's it's never good when uh, we do lose a wrestler, one of our own, as we say. But uh, this one kind of hit home as well. Um because it's a guy that I always thought was really, really good. Dan, do you want to break the news? Yes. Well, um, it is with a heavy heart that WWE legend Vader has passed away at the age of 63. We know he'd been in hospital. You know, he'd had a bout of pneumonia. But his son, he tweeted on Vader's Twitter account saying, it is with a heavy heart to inform everyone that my father, Leon White, passed away on Monday night at approximately 7.25pm. And he goes on to say, around a month ago, my father was diagnosed with a severe case of pneumonia. He fought extremely hard and clinically was making progress. Unfortunately, his heart had had enough and it was his time. I mean, we'll have a more, uh, I'd say, in-depth look at his career. We'll have a match on the, uh, the WNR the for July we'll put a Vader match on and talk about it a little more but uh, he was a tremendous big man and he dominated WCW NWA in the early 90s and a couple of matches he had with uh, Cactus Jack are fucking vicious even to this day and yeah he never caught on really in WWE but in Japan he was also a legend uh, and it's a real shame we've had a lot of people on Twitter commenting people like of course Mick Foley uh, WWE now has done the official thing uh, and it's it's quite a shame really well, it goes on to say that um, the Macedon even had a match as recently as 2016 against Will Ospreay mm. at Rev Pro Wrestling in the UK. The match came about after Vader was critical of a match between Ospreay and Ricochet, which led to a war of words on Twitter. And Vader was victorious in that belt, which was the last high-profile match of his illustrious career. In all, Vader captured 19 major championships during a career that spanned four decades. Yeah, quite incredible. Like I said, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, next month but that is that for this podcast like I say next episode is WNR 164 it's WB King of Ring 1998 talk about a sickening bump an incredible Hell in a Cell match but Money in the Bank's not been too bad uh, we've enjoyed it it's been another good live weekend for us NXT TakeOver Money in the Bank I think NXT TakeOver kind of won it out for us didn't it really let's, let's be fair about it uh, but of course we will bring you all NXT and stuff like that in the WNR for July. That will come out a couple of weeks after the King of the Ring. But that is it. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or at Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. We're also on Google, across all the Google, across all the Google platforms, WWE Network Review. Send us an email to WNRpodcast at gmail.com. 
Also on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. You can come find our page and give us a like with the WWE Network Review Podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Review Cast. Clips up there. Podcasts go at the same time. We do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Also on Spreaker Radio. We've got live shows coming in August. Stitch Radio, iTunes, where you can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that is it. I have been Jay's Rollins. Thanks for the... Li- oh, fuck me. I have been... J- I forgot oh, you. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know how that fucking is now. Uh. And as always, I was joined by... Damn White. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye.